Hi, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake. Thank you for tuning in or watching the Toxic Rocks podcast. I have my co-hosts, Chris and Stacy Lease, and we have our first guest here today, and I'm excited for this. Ashley, right? Yes. yes I'm horrible with names. <laughs> I'm surprised I remembered that. Well, shall we start off with Happy Crappies? We should. All right, Monsieur Chris, let's uh, go ahead. Happy. I am happy that I got to help some of our friends move to Omaha because they, I wouldn't say needed, but they needed help. So I'm glad we could help them. The downside of that is the crappy. We got back and we got a grand down at like one o'clock in the morning and tired. Okay. Yeah. If y'all should have given me a holler if you really needed some help or something with that stuff. Next time, keep me in mind. I will. I'm I'm a bigger guy. Noted. (laughs) <laughs> Miss oh. Chris, uh, Stacy. Wow, Miss Chris. Sorry, guys. Well, close enough. <laughs> we switch name tags sometimes, so it works. Um, but <laughs> my happy crappy is along the same lines. Uh, I'm sad. The crappy is that our friends are moving to Omaha. Mm-hmm. The the good thing was that we got to spend time with them yesterday. So yeah. even though it was busy and a lot of work, it was it was fun. We hung out with them for a couple hours afterwards. So that was good. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss those guys. They were a lot of fun, especially that, that whole family was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, they're great people. Blessed people. All right, Miss Ashley. Yeah, um, I mean, my happy is I'm also I will be moving here very soon, which is awesome. I've been needing to move for a while, so I'm excited. Uh, crappy is I don't know. I with moving, you know, I'll miss my dogs and stuff, and work's been kind of crappy lately. We've been having bunch of struggles and stuff but you know it's all right yeah works work <laughs> it's not always funny games kind of suck sometimes mm-hmm. um my happy crappy toby mac was epic mm-hmm. not gonna lie on that one um uh the crappy part of that part though was the pit was ginormous mm-hmm. it's like there was maybe i'd say at least 1500 2000 people in the pit yet there was this giant gap between the rest of the crowd it's like they could have made that pit a lot smaller mm-hmm. And he even said something on the stage about it, like, I wish I could bring you all in, but they won't let me. And cred like that. But we got, we were there, and uh, it was our life group, Holly's life group. We went, <coughs> excuse me, and we we're sitting there trying to find a spot for one of our members to kind of sit down so they don't get dizzy and uh, able to see it better. And next thing you know, the state fair people come walking up to us and give us all VIP wristbands. So we got to go to the side where all the chairs and stuff were and actually sit Sweet. down. Sweet. Nice. So that was pretty awesome. Um, crappy. I always have a hard time with this one, to be honest. Crappy, 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 crappy. I can't say busy at work because I like being busy at work because then it goes faster. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, it's Saturday. I was thinking your crappy could be at Sunday and you can't go to Barista's, but never mind. <laughs> I've never been to Barista's, to be uh, honest with you. What? Yeah, never oh, been. Never. Dude, we got to change that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I need to change that a lot. If you're Quiet in laptop. if you're in Grand Island, go to Barista's Coffee because it's the best coffee in Grand Island. It really is. Not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> but it could be sponsored. But could be sponsored. To. Yeah. <laughs> it would be awesome to kind of recoup some of the money I've spent on this thing. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know that same guy. Right. <laughs> I think my only crap would be is I was here 20 minutes later than I wanted to be. But that's because I had to get my... Pumpkin caramelicious, pumpkin spice caramelicious. All right. Um, what all have you guys told her about our podcast? Because I don't know if you ever listened or watched or anything. 
I haven't, but I've I've heard a little bit from yeah, like Chris and Dalton have you know kind of talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the best. When you when you guys started uh, this podcast last year, Dalton was like really excited about it, and he talked mm-hmm. about it a lot on Mondays. He wasn't specific on details, but he talked about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we were super random. You probably couldn't remember all the details, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> um, this is kind of a podcast that just talks about life and everything going on in it, really. Uh, issues that we're having, random topics, questions, ideas. But we kind of try to keep it more of a Christian value situation here. Sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Kind of yeah. showing everybody what you know Christians actually are versus what's on TV and how the, we're portrayed in the media. Right. And we're not the, you're going to hell type <laughs> right. people. Yeah, no, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't either. I don't like that at all. That's not me. I'm not that kind of a person. No fire and brimstone for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No. <sighs> Although I do know people like that, and I disagree with it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm playing with my Crocs under the table. I heard that over my headset. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why the Crusades was not as effective as it should have been. Yeah. 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 Converter die is not a good policy. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not what Jesus taught either. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, who wants to go off with random questions? I've got mine ready to go. Hey. Get, <laughs> okay. get, get on the right camera so, here. So mine is a two-parter. If you could use magic to do one mundane task for the rest of your life, what would it be? And what would you name that spell? That is a hard question. <laughs> I think for me, keeping the living room and kitchen clean. <laughs> I don't know, cleaning almost, some whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> clean almost. <laughs> clean almost. <laughs> Anyone else? Is that, I think I'd have to agree with something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like helping just like clean around the house and whatever because it's oh, the worst. Mine would be dusting. I don't dusting. mind any type of cleaning except for dusting. I hate dusting. And it would be dust us, remove us. <laughs> dust us, nice. remove us. Uh, mine would be probably just not having to go to the bathroom. So, <laughs> bumos, <laughs> bumos, poopos, or something. I don't know. Oh man! <laughs> you said that was a two-part question. Yeah the the name of the oh, spell the name was of the it. Bar. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Chris, you got a you got a fun one? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> okay um although i could think of one you want me to go first you want to think of one real quick yeah, yeah go ahead all right so we all know about unicorns right and how they're like the whole horse with the horn thing and mm-hmm. all that did you know the old bibles talked about unicorns the old bibles old bibles like 1700s before that like clear long before and the unicorn the horse thing is a recent like 150 200 year thing hmm did not know that. So a rhinoceros species name actually has unicorn in it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So let me look this up real quick. Sorry, I should have had this pulled up. Rhino species name. Do do Dr. Google. Okay. It's not pulling it up. Either way, it was like unicornus or something was meant for one horned rhino. Mm-hmm. So the Bible was talking about rhinos when it talked about unicorns, because that's one thing that people like bring mm. up from the Bible. Well, that's not, it's a fictitious animal. It was talking about rhinos. Mm. 
and like uh, the two-horned rhinos bicornus or something mm-hmm. like that. So I just thought that was a real interesting thing. I never thought of that before, and you know, I was always like, oh, unicorns, whatever. Well, let's talk about a rhino. Hmm. That's super, super interesting, though. Right? Mm-hmm. I do have a random question. Do it. Okay. What's your favorite uh, die? Like roll, roll die. Oh. Dice. Die to roll. Okay. Yeah, die to roll. <sighs> hmm. That's a good question. I think I like D4s. Okay. Hmm. I think. Go ahead. I think I like D20s. I mean, they're just, oh, so fun. I don't know. I was rolling really good with my 20 last time, so I'm going to go with that one. I'm still a little new to this. I mean, I was like, what, our third or fourth session? It's fair, yeah. Um, do you have anything weird or random to ask? Or serious? It could be serious, too. <laughs> That's totally fine. Uh, not at this moment, I don't think, no. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, well, then I'm going to move kind of into some, I don't know, what did I, I put our topics on the Discord, didn't I? I believe so. Um, anyone, you know what sucks about that? You don't have Discord on your computer? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull it up. Let's see. Because I know, I think, one one thing that was weighing on my mind is I wanted to ask you two, or everybody really, what should be the job of a Christian outside of the church? Wow, okay. Because I know what my thoughts are, and I know what I've read. I don't know what y'all's thoughts are. Okay, outside of the church, what mm-hmm. what is the job of a Christian? Like outside of not just the building, because that's mm-hmm. a church, but I'm talking about the church. Mm-hmm. So you mean in your day-to-day life, what is your job? Yep, and like maybe to non-believers or people struggling as well. <laughs> as well. My voice started doing some weird things there. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go for it. Okay, so my thoughts on this are that the job of a Christian outside of church is to show the love of Jesus, basically. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, if somebody needs something, you give them that. If somebody needs, you know, emotional support, they need a ride, they need food, you know, provide for physical needs, also love on them. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. really pretty simple. I think she summed it up. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, I want you to go into depth in something, darling. We'll we'll get there. You always see the wheels turning in your head, and you just you just keep it back. I want I want want them wheels to let loose like a like grease lightning going on here. You'll get there. All right. So for me, obviously, yes. I think outside of the church, we need to be showing love to everyone else, and not hate, not judge, because I know it says Paul talks about majorly that you are not to judge non-believers, but you are to judge people of the of the church, of the mm-hmm. faith, and uh, get them, I guess, right or mm-hmm. fix the problem. Right. We are supposed to show love and understanding and not supposed to judge them, judge people that aren't believers. And I hate that there are so many people in the Christian faith that are so judgy. Right. Like yeah. we brought up earlier, the fire and brimstone, you're going cool. to hell, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. I- I believe in the Bible. It doesn't say that we're supposed to judge other Christians, mm-hmm. but we're supposed to. Um, yep, it does. Refine, make sure that we're doing the right thing. We're if someone, su- we're supposed to hold them accountable. Yeah, yeah. It's an accountability thing, but it, I know in the one ver- two versions I read, it brought up judgment. Okay. It's. I think it's. It's def. If it. it it's not exactly a judgment. Judge judging like uh, judge jury executioner. Though it's more of a. 
um, fruit inspector. Yeah, fruit Je- inspector. Je- Jesus yeah. talks about. Um, there's one of the parables about the trees and looking at the the trees. Actually, I think he made a tree wither, actually that wasn't providing good fruit, that was mm. outside of the parables. But um, yeah, it's it's more about holding each other accountable. And if you see your brother or your sister in Christ um, doing something like being judgmental to somebody, you should call them out on it. Right. Right now I'm trying to pull up the Bible.com page because there is a thing that Paul talks about in Corinthians. Yeah, say. probably Second Corinthians, Corinthians would be my guess, but I wouldn't wouldn't know chapter and verse. I just love the book of Second Corinthians; it's my favorite. He is a very long-winded person. Oh yeah, Paul is. I I love Paul's writing. <laughs> guess who's a pastor? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Okay, so, oh my goodness, that came over. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read it. It's, it's a First Corinthians chapter five. I'm gonna start at one and probably end at four because I'm not sure what it says at one. Okay, so it says, I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. You are so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. And you should remove this man from your fellowship, even though I'm not with you in person. I'm with you in spirit as though I were there. I've already passed judgment on this man. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you must call a meeting of the church. Mm-hmm. So this guy's sleeping with his stepmom in yeah. that story. So that's a big no-no, obviously. But right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking. I did not have the camera on me at all, so I need to get better at this. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's... To judge in your church, then to fix the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. But we're not supposed to judge the outsiders. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not judge, jury, executioner. Right. It's, it's basically acknowledging that there's a problem and then addressing that problem. Yeah. Yes. And assisting if possible. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can talk, too. Yeah. Uh, That's fine. No, I, yeah, I definitely kind of agree with that of, like, you know, not judging, you know, other people and everything, but like holding people accountable for their actions and stuff, Mm -hmm. for sure. I think it's a good moral to live by if like people in your close friend group, your your close family, because not all all family's blood, and Mm -hmm. that's one thing I want to put out too, not all family's blood. So people in your close family, your net, your your web, you need to keep each other accountable Mm -hmm. and make sure you're doing good moral things. Um, So... Was that my question? What what we did you, I bring that up? Yeah, we yeah. transitioned, so that, that was the next That was part. one of the topics that was in the Discord. Oh, <laughs> dude, my mind is so lost. Um, I don't know any further thought on that one. I don't I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. <laughs> okay. So real quick, um wow, that hurt my ear. I'm I'm all over the place today. Sorry guys. Um our podcast people, they kind of know me. Uh, there's a lot of people from our church that know me. We don't know you too well. You want to give us just a quick background of yourself? Uh, sure. So, uh, yeah, my name's Ashley, uh, 25, you know, born and raised here. Um, personally, you know, I'm not really religious or anything. Mm-hmm. I, you know, consider myself atheist, uh, but I definitely, you know, don't care what anyone else like believes or anything. Just as long as you know, like, hey, you're a cool person. I'm a cool person. We'll yeah. like, we'll be chill. Yeah. 
um, yeah, I don't know. I've known Chris and Stacy now for a couple years, uh, gaming and everything. Yeah, like At three least. years ish, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I've got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of the three of us consider ourselves religious either, so we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not call myself religious because no, Jesus taught against religion and so did multiple other people. That's a dangerous mm-hmm. route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it Pastor John Tash always says? Religion is a quick way to... What does he say? Oh. Uh, Religion is a fat is a fast way to hell or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's it. Hmm. And it's true. Yeah. It's not about religion, it's about relationship, one on one relationship with God. So Yes. And with with other people too. I mean, we're supposed to be relational. We're supposed to care for everybody inside of our church, even when they drive you nuts. And you're yeah. supposed to care for <laughs> for the people in the world that are outside of the church too. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't have anybody in our church that drives us nuts. <laughs> no, everybody's perfect, right? <laughs> I don't know, I'm perfect. Um, but, like, there's a story where Jesus is talking about where he says, uh, be gone from me for I never knew you, and it's talking about the people that did all the religious things hmm. but didn't actually have the relationship and live by it. Hmm. So I think that's a big deal to point that out there where I don't, I don't really – to me, Christianity is just a name for what we are. I don't think it should be religion. Like, you get into other sects of the Christianity, and that, to me, is religion. Right. To name one, Catholicism. That's mm-hmm. a completely different religion, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think that'd be a fun one to talk about someday. Let's do that. I Oh, i got to find a book if we're going to do that. There's going to be some Catholics that hear this that are going to be like, that's that's not cool. You can't talk about that. Be like, oh, yes, I can. Oh, 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 we should we should get somebody that's Catholic on here. We've got, we've got friends oh, that are Catholic. Oh, yeah. Man. That'd be fun. We could get Katie to remote in. Well, yeah, yeah we could do that. I can Bluetooth right in on a yeah. phone. I think it'd be cool to actually have a, a, a priest kind of hear their side of things. If they would ever do that, I'm kind of doubting they would, but I think mm. it'd be cool to do. If you, if you got the right priest, I yeah. think they would. I mean, I, I watch a lot of a lot of like conservative podcasts and a lot of different religious leaders actually go on and talk to people that are, you know, have different beliefs. So... I think if we ask around, we might be able to find some low-key priest that would be like, yeah, I'll come on and talk. Yeah. That'd be cool. I need to remember who that priest was because I was part of a wedding. I was a groomsman. And then after the wedding, we all got on the trailer, you know, got the bottles of whiskey and all that out, getting ready to celebrate. And here comes the priest goes, I've got confessions in an hour. Can I have some of those? And grabs some beers and a bottle and walks off. Oh, wow. <laughs> I that's, bet that'd be a person. That's the guy we need, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That'll be a good time. All of us that weren't Catholic were like, um, is, is, is that allowed for him? <laughs> People were like, well, if I was doing confessions, I don't think I'd want to be sober for that either. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I can only imagine the things you hear in that little confessional booth that people did. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um. I had so many things that I was thinking about this week, but I did not write a darn thing down like I wanted to write it down on my uh, Talks and Crocs freaking Google Sheets thing. Uh, I love Google Sheets. Why did it go away from that? Um, what's uh, so atheist? Uh, so let's go. What are your views on like uh, people that are Christian, like negative, good, whatever? Like, what have you experienced? 
I want to know because then maybe I can understand. Yeah. Um, I think personally it's been pretty positive. I mean, I used to, uh, growing up, uh, would go to church with one of my friends every once in a while. Um, it was mainly just to kind of hang out with my friend. I wasn't going for like the actual, you know, to hear the like preaching and everything. I was yeah. like, I want to hang out with my friend. Like she goes to church on Sunday. So like, Hey, I'll go hang out with her for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom, whenever I would stay the night or like eat supper or any meal really with them, you know, they always said the Lord's prayer before. So then mm-hmm. uh, her mom was like, all right, like if you're going to eat with us, you like, you got to say this. I was like, Okay, it's like I don't know it, but like I'll learn it, I guess. Okay, and uh, so that was always very interesting. Um, and then I had another friend that I would go to her oh youth like thing on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was always pretty fun because you know they would be like playing games sometimes or whatever, like play music and stuff, and that was always a lot of fun. But I just, yeah, I never grew up, like, going to church or anything. And I I would go to the singing Christmas tree that they have here. Uh, <laughs> it's, I'm lost. Singing yeah, Christmas it's tree? A, uh, around Christmas time, I don't know what church or anything puts it on. I think it still goes on where they have a giant Christmas tree. People, like, sit, uh, stand around it and everything and... Like, they'll sing and stuff, but it's mainly, it's talking about, uh, like, the Jesus's, like, resurrection and everything. Oh, okay. And I used to go to that, like, all the time. I've never heard of it, and we've been in Grand Island for 10 years now. I believe it goes on downtown, and I've heard of it for quite a long time. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I of have course. never heard of it, and I've lived near here now, so I'll run in seven, so seven years. Let me... Uh... Mm-hmm. I'll dig here. Give me a second. <laughs> That's insane. Right. I, I've never heard of it. But of course. It's very cool, honestly. Like, um, that was just kind of like our family's tradition around Christmas tri- time. You know, they put it on and we'd just go to watch it because, I mean, they did, you know, really good with it and everything. And I remember there was one time uh, afterwards, like, you know, some of the people, you know, were kind of like the actors like you know putting on this mm-hmm. show and everything were you know saying hi to people and I wanted to go see the guy who played Jesus and you know my parents were very much like a hey you can't cuss so you know my mind I was like oh like obviously like, you can't say Jesus Christ for like cussing or whatever and so I was like I want to go I want to go meet that guy and I wouldn't say his name at all my parents were like you can say his name like if you're talking about it. I was like okay I want to go meet Jesus <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like I would cry when he got like crucifix because like it was pretty intense show especially oh. like a kid like it was kind of mm-hmm. intense so, so they weren't holding back at all and like, not it. really no okay and they would have they would actually have like some live animals and stuff too that would like come in and it was honestly it was pretty cool and but yeah <laughs> Find it yet? The singing Christmas trees held at the Grand Island Evangelical Free Church. Oh, the E Free. There's a suggested donation, but yeah, it's it's been going on for 40 years. Oh, oh. wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Because I yeah. Oh, so we know what we it. can we can do around Christmas time. <laughs> do our own and steal their thunder. Wait, what? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> Sorry, it's all good. <laughs> 
You get to put that on, though. You get to do all the legwork for that. <laughs> I'll do like a one man show, act every part. Oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be so much fun. That would that would, that would be interesting. Huh? All right, don't mean to interrupt you there. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, growing up, my dad would say a lot, of, like you know, I'll believe in aliens before I believe in Jesus, and like that was always a weird thing from him that he would say like you know as a kid obviously not really understanding or anything but I don't know my just my parents weren't really religious or anything so I didn't Mm -hmm. grow up with that and as I've gotten older I've just you know never uh, I don't know just never really like I don't know turned to religion or anything like I just yeah you know what y'all should have had her listen to our last episode Oh, yeah. the aliens! They <laughs> told me about it. That was fun. Yeah, the aliens and conspiracies. Mm-hmm. She can technically still listen to mm-hmm. it. She <laughs> still could. I mean, I, I'd highly recommend it. It's a good show, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, like, I didn't grow up in a religious because I know you don't know me, so I'll kind of give myself back. I didn't grow up with any kind of religion either. Like for a little bit, we were kind of being pushed towards this. Uh, Put the camera on me. Push towards us. <laughs> so that way the people at home and watching YouTube don't just see you guys staring at me. Um, we were kind of like forced. I'm thinking it was a Baptist church when I was a kid. And it's just super boring, right? Just, you know, the guy up there da, 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 doing stuff. And I'm just in the pew. Bored out of my mind. But no, we didn't. I didn't really grow up religious at all. It was, what, last? Wait, no. Was that last year I got baptized here? Well, I think so. Yeah, yeah last year I got sure. baptized here. I'm 31. Mm. So it's before that, I, I like I always kind of had a belief in God, right? Like I, to me, I knew he existed. I knew Jesus existed, but I didn't have like a faith with it. And I struggled with it, especially when my brother-in-law committed suicide. Mm. To where like, I started like looking up Norse gods and stuff mm. like that. Because my ancestry is the Norse region of Europe. Okay. <sighs> found that out when I did a DNA test. Like, I, I forget to breathe, it seems like, when <laughs> I start talking. Um, so, yeah, that's all my answers to my DNA is, like, that whole region of Europe there. So I was, like, turning that and all that, but I came back. Um, it was really my son that brought me back into it. So he started asking questions I couldn't answer. I asked around at work what church I should go to to just kind of hang see what it's like. And my favorite church of basic training was a church where we would, like, have a rock concert hmm. beforehand. And we all... A lot of us went to church to get out from cleaning the bathrooms and the barracks and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, just <laughs> get away from that. And because uh, we had to make them shine. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. took polishing pads to everything to where you could see yourself in that porcelain as a mirror. You could <laughs> shave in that darn thing. But no, we used to go there as a rock concert. Then there was a deal afterwards where the preacher was, he was really upbeat and lively. So he actually kept your attention. Which you, I think you had to be for having like 400 soldiers come in from training. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Started coming here and third service, I was bawling my eyes out standing there during worship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I came back to it. But, um, <laughs> this is tail based training I served, but, um, I am also electro- electrical mechanical technician, meaning I know how to wire and program things mm-hmm. for machinery. That's what I do for a living. Um, I've got a wife and a son. I don't really know what else to talk about myself. I really don't ever do that. Um, got this podcast. I'm a Pokemon fan, Pikachu. 
If you're on the YouTube, you'll see my cool shirt that I knew Chris would like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was kind of sad I couldn't find a Charmander one, though, to be honest. Oh. It is what it is. They're out there. Walmart didn't have one. No. I'm sad. They should have went to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Charizard is the number one. Um, that's just my opinion. But uh, what else should I say or talk about myself? I, I don't do that. I've kind of kind of grew up redneck a little bit out in the country, out in the sticks. Um, I don't know if you know where Litchfield is. I do. About, it sure. was about an hour west of here. Hour, hour and 20 minutes, something yeah. like that. Hmm. So I grew up out in the sticks out that way, nice. so on the country roads. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like northwest, right? A little bit north. I think you go yeah, northwest. It's yeah. well, it's on. You can hop on highway. Well, that ain't two, high, is 281, that two? 281, and then it I goes north. I think. Well, highway highway two is right here. Right? Oh no, no, it is highway two. You yeah, go just west highway two on and highway go west. two, and then you go north. I think. Yeah, it's west on highway two, then it just keeps going all the way straight yeah. through. You can go to Broken Bow from there too. But yeah, mm, yeah. lived out that way. Um, Anybody else want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got here? What do you got here? Community Day Cl- Charmander. Oh, that's what you sent me the other mm-hmm. day. It's on right now. Oh, I didn't. I didn't pick one up. <laughs> I need to. That's fair. Um, Are we talking about our belief background? If I guess will? we could. Do you want to go, or you want me to go? I don't care. That's one of the reasons I was on my phone just then, besides Pokemon Go, was to looking to see what the name of the church was that I used to attend when I was a kid. Oh. Unfortunately, it's not on Google Maps, but... Does it exist still? Yeah, it's... Iowa, right? Yeah. We were just up there two years ago. Mm, I think it was before, right before COVID, so I think it was 2019. And the building was still there, so... Yeah. Uh, I grew up in some very small town. Um, I believe it was a Lutheran church that we went to but like you said it was boring like you'd sing from a hymn and there was sunday school so it was cool for the kids you know but otherwise the rest of it you're just like i come to a building and listen to a guy talk don't really care yep Mm. and then uh my mom was more the driving force for belief than my dad and my mom's like i found a place in marshalltown is the next closest city She's like, we're going to start going here. Let's go check it out. You know, kind of the first visit deal. And went there, and i that's a whole nother, like, hour-long topic. Just an amazing first experience. Sweet. That's where I got, that's where I got saved that day. I mean, it was just all at once. Yep. There was no messing around. God's like, I got this. We're pushing right here. Why don't you tell him the, just like a little snippet of why you started believing in God and all miracles well, and stuff. I believed in God. I but know, but the the miracles and stuff. Became saved. Yeah, I witnessed a miracle that first day, the visit day. I watched a, I, I say young girl, but she was probably my age at the time, but I was with my brother. Um, her right foot was a foot shorter than her left. Well, sorry, her right leg was a foot shorter than her left. Okay. And I watched her bring her in and... They said that if everybody, if everybody should pray and she's going to get healed today. And I was scientific minded enough that I was like, smoke and mirrors. What kind of trick are you guys trying to pull on me? Because you can't con a con, you know, come on, bring it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched them heal her leg, which I was like, how? This, mm-hmm. this is scientifically impossible. And that's, yeah. Hmm. So, and then we went to that church for a long time. It eventually closed because the pastor moved and then moved out to Nebraska and attended several churches. So, yeah. 
Did you do like I kind of did and went through multiple different churches before you found something like this? Not multiple. I really tried to do research if I was going to move somewhere to see what other churches would be available in the area that I was going hmm. so that I could find somewhere that's like-minded because yeah. I didn't want to go to someplace I'd be like, nope, never going there again. Yeah, this was the first church we actually went to in Grand Island. Mm-hmm. So hmm. There's a church in North Platte that's, I want to say sister church, but it's not. They're very similar to Abundant Life. So I asked around and they're like, Abundant Life's great. Because hmm. so, yeah, I think what our sister church is Grace and Carney. Probably. That's what we call our sisters. Uh-huh. We do everything basically the same. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm trying to get Jasper to still go to. Oh, he hasn't been going? No, he's like, oh, I can't wake up early enough. Teenage boy stuff, you know, yeah. is what it is. I need to build a stronger relationship with his mom so I can come down and just be like, time to go, buddy, let's go. <laughs> Pretty sure if I vouch for you, it'd be all right. She trusts me enough. I mean, it's my sister, so. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so my early church experience, I went to a, um, it was a Baptist church called Brian Baptist Church in Kansas City, and the pastor that was there, he was... I mean, I was I was like six or seven, I think, when I, we started going there. Um, he was, in my opinion, like the most ancient person I knew. Now, he was probably <laughs> like in his 70s, but he was so boring. Like, he put half the congregation to sleep. His wife would even fall asleep. Oh, man. So, he, I mean, he had this like really soft, gentle voice. He was a great pastor. Horrible preacher. Horrible preacher. So um, at that church, it was just a struggle to stay awake. So I volunteered all the time as soon as I was old enough to be in the nursery, even though I didn't really care for babies at all, just because then <laughs> I got out of being in that in that service. Because Understandable. Because so, mm-hmm. so boring. Um, but he had, a, he had a heart of gold. He was a very, very sweet pastor. And at that church, my the whole reason we started going to that church is because my dad started a cleaning company, and he wanted to clean that church. And in order for us to clean there, we had to be members of the church. So then, therefore, we had to start going to that church <laughs> because my dad my ba- dad was raised Catholic, and he really wasn't interested in going to a church because yeah. he got burnt by the Catholic church, and you know didn't didn't like church at all. But my mom. She, she'd been to a bunch of different churches, and when I was really little, she told me about Jesus, but I didn't really understand, and that, that was the church that I was saved at, but um, we had some crazy stuff happen when the pastoral staff, when he left and we got a new pastor, the guy could preach. He was a wonderful preacher, but he was an evil, evil man. He, mm. um, he went in, and he... Uh, embezzled a bunch of money from the church and disappeared and he lied to us he told us that he he didn't want somebody in the church cleaning the or no he said told us that he wanted somebody in the church to clean the church and then my dad's like well we were members here and he's like oh i didn't know you were members well too bad but one of the deacons told us that they didn't want church members cleaning the church anymore they wanted somebody from outside to come in and clean the church so we were getting two different stories, and we ended up just leaving that church because, you know, there was lying going on and just bad stuff. And so I was out of church for, gosh, that was when I was 
maybe 10 or 11 until I was like 16 or 17. And then we went to a different church and it was another Southern Baptist church. And that, that church was better, but it had some very toxic, um, uh, toxic behaviors that were going on. You know, there were certain people in the church that were very judgmental and mm-hmm. I got involved, um, leading the youth and, they would run run the youth off, like, get a haircut, stop smoking, oh. don't get tattoos, you know, like all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, one of the normal things that bring people to church hurt and where that drives them away. Mm-hmm. I've been to plenty of churches like that where, I don't know, when we started trying to go again, I went through, gosh, I don't know, maybe seven, eight different churches. Like everyone, I found just hypocritical stuff left and right, left and right. It's like if this is how the people are, I'm not going to be part of it. When I did my own thing, and then then um, that that kind of makes me think of uh, the other podcasts I talk about all the time, the Help My Own Belief one, the one that we had on last season, and uh, they were collabed with Dalton and I. Uh, one of the guys on there talks about always people ask him, "Well, how do you get into this?" He's like, "I should." They, they, they go, "I should start reading my Bible, right?" And he goes, "No." I don't. I'm, I agree with him. I don't think you should just start reading the Bible. I think you should like, build a relationship first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you kind of start talking to God, praying to God, build that relationship first, and then if you want to delve into it, or you can go and try to be part of the community, mm-hmm. which is the church, is the the people, mm-hmm. and find a good community first off. Um, one I, I highly recommend our church, honestly, Abundant Life here in Grand Island. After all the experiences I've had elsewhere, I recommend this one to everyone. So I brought Jasper in, and he eventually got baptized because he was coming here. <clears throat> but, you know, I hate how my mind thinks of things when everybody else is talking, and I forget about it. <laughs> I need to bring a notebook and just write stuff yeah, down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I forgot I was going to go with that. Did I already tell my side of it? Like how I can't. I think I did, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. kind of went around the table. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay, well, I pulled up this kind of sheet over here I had for like, Jake, here's some questions you could ask people. Um, we already know who you are. What do you do for work? You don't have to say the company. You don't have to say where. Just what do you do? Um, I work... Um, I'm basically just in fast food. Um, I've been at the company that I'm with for five years now. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been pretty fun. I like the people there. Customers are normally pretty cool, but you know, obviously sometimes get those Karens. (laughs) (laughs) Was that Karens and Chad's? There is a big goose walking out there. Sorry. ADD moment. (laughs) Nice. Ashley, did you get your fish? It finally came in. I haven't actually gotten it yet, but it finally came in. Okay. Are you a fish person? No. Um, <laughs> at the company, uh, when you work there for five year, or for one year, you get a hard hat. Oh. Uh, when you work there for three years, now you get a little neon sign. That's really cute. And then for five years, you get a taxidermied fish. Oh. Because the, uh, <laughs> the, the founder and CEO of the company, he fished um, specifically with sockeye salmon in Alaska to raise the money to start uh, this restaurant. And so now, yeah, when you work there for five years, you get this giant fish. Well, that's, that's interesting. That's yeah. fun. I'm excited. Well, maybe when I get done working where I'm at, I'll get 
something really nice in the form of a hunting trip or something <laughs> to another continent. Um, <laughs> okay. Talk to your boss. <laughs> I almost run my boss over multiple times, the big head boss, because he's way smaller than I am. Mm. And I'll just turn around and there he is. A very quiet person walking and just turn, boom, there he is. Like, dude, I almost ran you over. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to lose my job. One of my bosses does that. He, like, sneaks up on me. I won't hear him coming. I can either even not have my headset on or have my headset really, really low. And he'll just, like, walk down the hallway and he doesn't make a sound. And I'll glance up and he'll be, like, right by my monitor. I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do that to people, too, sometimes. I'm four foot eight. So, yeah, really small. I can just, like, maneuver maneuver uh, around. And just, yeah, all of a sudden some people, like, look. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> that's, that's my mother-in-law. She's, like, she's either 4'9 or 4'10. And she, a lot of times she's out of my peripheral. Mm-hmm. So she'll just be walking and just scare the ever-loving crud out of me. <laughs> We're all about jump. I'm 6'1. She's 4'9. It just oh, scares the heck out of me. She might be 4'10. I might be. Uh, that wouldn't be over exaggerating. That'd be no. What is that? I'm gonna say over exaggerating or under exaggerating. I don't know, but she's like four nine, four ten in that area. Mm-hmm. Scares the heck out of me all the time. She doesn't mean to ever. She feels bad about it. Um, have you ever like um, had any negative things said to you because well, from Christians at all? Uh, I mean, not really. I do have uh, kind of a funny story of one time. Uh, I went with my mom and her husband to go visit some of his family out in Gothenburg, and we were staying up there for the weekend. So we were staying up there on a Sunday, um, and so they wanted me to go to church with them. I just really wasn't feeling it. I was like, I really don't want to go. Like, I don't want to get up, you know, super early and everything. And like, I just, I don't feel like it. My mom was like, Well, you don't have a choice. You're coming. And so I was like, All right, if you're gonna be like that, then fine. So I wore a band shirt that I had that kind of looked like it had like a devil or something on it or yeah. like some kind of like demon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did my makeup like extra dark and everything. <laughs> wore, like, just made sure to go like all out. You rebel. Yes. <laughs> and my mom, uh, I got you know, ready that Sunday morning and everything to go. And my mom was like, really, you're wearing that. You need to get changed. And I strategic- strategically was like, this is all I brought. So like, mm-hmm. I got to wear this. And she's like, whatever. And so I went and everything. And then afterwards, um, my mom's husband got a message from somebody at the church. Was like, hey, so, you know, we noticed, uh, like, the girl that was with you and everything. Like, hey, we have this church camp that's going to be going on. Like, I think she would really benefit from going to that. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> like, no, thank you. I'm okay. <laughs> and, but I was just like, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can see that where people are trying to be, like, uh, judging you. For the way you're dressed, you know, one, that's one thing I noticed here when I started coming here was like during the summer, Sturgis just got out. There were multiple people in there in the congregation that like basically had half naked chicks on the back of their shirt. <laughs> Nobody cared. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. one thing I loved about this. Like there was no judgment about the appearance. Right. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, even dressed like that, if Jesus showed up, he would have been like, hey, yo, what's up? Let's hang out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would have hugged it. That's just how he yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never understand people judging for appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like honestly, if I walked around and showed my tattoos, I think some people would have issue with it. But mm-hmm. just what it is. I just got my sleeve done, so I. And I keep looking at it while you're talking. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like you see the eyes on it. Like, what's it about? Um, I mean, 
so there's this tattoo artist in Hastings that um, I actually used to work with at my first job uh, for just a very short amount of time, and she does tattoos now. And so I've seen her work um, on Facebook when she had started tattooing. Yeah. And her work is like is so good. And so I started with this girl on my arm, and then I'd had some ideas of like this. I have uh, the stark mark with a couple flowers, which is supposed to be like good coming out of the bad, representing like that type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, the eyes is actually from Twilight when Bella becomes a vampire for okay. the first time, yep. opens her eyes. That's what that is. I see um, that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this dagger on the back of my arm. I. I don't remember exactly what the dagger like represents and like tattoos and everything, but like I just I thought you know the representation is really nice everything and it just it fits well in this part of my arm. Uh, the ribbon is from the book Eclipse, which okay. is the Twilight. Um, I just needed you know kind of something to fill in space. I was like, hey, kind of fits you know just mm-hmm. Twilight theme right there. Um, and the bat's kind of the same thing of like I thought it would look cool and then I looked up what you know bats mean and tattoos and. Also, just thought it was really cool, so yeah, just you know, kind of some cool stuff. What's the lady? Um, it's just something the tattoo artist drew up. Um, oh, okay. She had a few uh, pieces that she's like, "Hey, I want to do these. If someone wants to come get them, I'll do it for you know, four hundred bucks, which is cheaper than what she would normally do them for." And I was like, yep. "Yes." <laughs> so yeah, it's just something she kind of designed. She kind of reminds me of, like a vampire or something, and I love vampires and like. Just uh, like fiction and stuff, like yeah, yeah, I I love it. So, so she did really good on the roses there, and the eyes are really well done mm-hmm. too. Okay. I'm really impressed. The eyes are very yeah. impressive. <laughs> They're very impressive. And I also have on my thigh a really big um, flower that uh, the same artist also did with uh, a couple of strawberries and like a moth and stuff, like. It looks so cool. <laughs> See, my wife, she wants to get like a whole Harry Potter thing down her arm. She's got it started right here, which is like, gosh, that hurt. That's a very tender spot in the arm right there. Because mm-hmm. I, I know when the, like, he started, my my tattoo, I started getting like near my armpit. That I was like, okay, he's ripping my skin apart. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Armpit's not, like getting close to there, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> and the, uh, the elbow ditch and the elbow aren't. <sighs> super fun places <laughs> well, that's like right near the bone so i'd imagine that had to mm-hmm. that had to hurt like i know people that have gotten them on the side i'm like no i'm too much of a wuss for that sorry <laughs> I, I mean being might have served in the army but no not doing it can't do that <laughs> right like honestly this one around my finger hurt mm. my ring finger that hurt quite a bit the, otherwise the only other most hurtful would have been when he got one across my spine when he did the uh, outlining mm. of a couple things um mm-hmm. yeah for me i've got my army, my army tattoo here. We're the out, uh, 1074th Outlaws. Okay. So that's what that is. And then, I'm actually, that's my wife with the motorcycle. And then it's a outdoor scene that eventually goes to like a Mount Rushmore on the back. Nice. With my name. I've got plans for a lot more, just not the time or the money to do so. Same. <laughs> Um, and speaking on tattoos, I know a lot of Christians get freak out about tattoos, mm-hmm. but here's my thing on that. The whole tattoo law was put into Levit- Leviticus because they just left Egypt and in Egypt, what were all their tattoos? Egyptian gods, I'm sure. Yep. They were yeah. all Egyptian gods and the paganistic stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the Israelites, they developed the same, I guess, belief systems, almost the What's the word I'm looking f- here for? The cultural? 
the cultural beliefs of the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. So all these laws were put into place to pull them out of that because they were living extremely immorally as well. So tattoos were put in there not only because it was unsanitary, because there's a part in the, the Bible where it talks about all these uh, medical things. That was a deal with tattoos. They're very unsanitary. You could lose your arm, die from them, what have you. I can imagine because any more tattoos, super clean process. Mm-hmm. Very clean. They have to be super sterile. But also it was uh, to keep the, all those different religious symbols off of you. And that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of my thoughts and kind of what I've listened to some other like preachers talk about too. It's like tattoos now, they're different. And as long as you're not doing something like putting raw on here or something like that, to where it's not a a worship thing, Mm -hmm. shouldn't really be a problem. Yeah. And I know there's going to be people listening to this freak out about that, but whatever. I don't care. I've read up on it, studied it. That's what I've come to the conclusion of. If you want to talk about it, come and join us on Talks and Crocs podcast, and we'll discuss it. I invite you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Challenge me. Do it. Um, I say some some uh, some people have the same opinions about piercings too. Yeah, and and even just like the simple ear piercing is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I get the, the laws in Leviticus and a lot of that stuff, most of that stuff was abolished when Jesus came. Yep. And so, I mean, most that of that... the first st- covenant. Yeah, most of that stuff doesn't apply anymore. And um, the the verse that always comes back to me, I can't think of the reference for it, but it's, it's when, I believe it's Paul uh, refuses to eat the food that's not kosher, and God says... Um, don't make unclean what I have made clean. I can look up the scripture. Is it Paul? It's Acts chapter 10. Yeah, I know which Ab- one you're it's, talking it's about. It's in Acts. I don't... That's my favorite chapter in I Acts. I don't remember if it... I think, thought it was Paul, but maybe it's not Paul. I was just it was to Peter. Look for it. It, was it was Peter. Peter. It was Peter. Okay. That's yeah, the, it's Acts chapter 10. The story is Cornelius calls Peter. But yeah, okay. I yeah. love referencing the one you're talking about. That's one of my favorite chapters because mm-hmm. it's like boom, blows your mind. All the stuff that people keep talking about. You know, we got to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey... All these things remain clean and holy when Jesus died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. I couldn't remember who it was, and I'm, I'm terrible with names. I, unless if I've just read it, I'm not going to remember all of the details. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like. I know the, the. I know the story. I've read that scripture so many times, but again, like the the, the tattoos and the the not eating shellfish and not eating. Um, Bacon. <laughs> yeah, not mixing Pork. different uh, materials with your clothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of lot of things that are in 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 the book of Leviticus that were all the laws that they had to follow, and some of it was just for good hygiene purposes. I mean, mm-hmm. because they were going to get sick, they didn't have the medical technology, they didn't have the ability to get as clean as we can get. I mean, a lot of it was just common sense don't eat this food because this food will make you sick. Yep. So like raw pork and mm-hmm. fish and stuff. Cause you get parasites from that. So right. there was a lot of laws to keep people healthier. Right. And it's like, Hey, if this person gets a disease for this, it looks this way, acts this way, get them out of the settlement or the village or whatever. Cause that's going to spread and kill mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like kind of that stuff we find is common sense now, but, apparently was must not have been back then because they had to have this whole giant book written down yeah. and all these laws. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that it's, it is more common sense now and it, then it was 
nobody knew better. Mm, so nobody no. had tried it. No, you know. So then God gives them all these rules the, to try to help them live healthier and you know do do things the right way so that they don't get sick and they don't die and they don't <laughs> don't suffer horribly. Yeah. So. True. I swear there's always things going on in your head. There are always things going on in my head. You're not Let them out, Chris. Don't, oh, don't no. hold them back. You don't, don't want that. Back. Okay. <laughs> I do. Now, I could edit bad things out if I had to. Now there's always things going on in his head. And there's always something role-playing game-related yes. in his going on in his head. I am mm-hmm. generating stuff right now. Yes. Like he'll generate characters, whole, whole plot lines. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've got a thing I want to run for our Monday group, and I, I've told them I'm going to call it Jawbreaker, but I'm not telling them anything else about it. Willy Wonka, D and D. No, it's, um, <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, but it's different. I, I'm I'm just trying to imagine like a Willy Wonka deal now with that. Oh, that that could be crazy. I I could write it up. A Willy Wonka factory. That'd be fun. Tabletop game. Have mm-hmm. have goblins instead of Oompa Loompas. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Lots of fire. Willy Wonka could be an alchemist. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm already on this. <laughs> you have to try and survive in the in the candy yeah. shop. Yeah. He's a factory. human alchemist. You win. Alchemist. You win the golden ticket, and you're like, "Hey, it's gonna be a cool." And then you're like, "Oh no, this is survival. This isn't cool at all. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this." And that's that's what it's gonna be for good. Another Monday group right there. Yes. I'm hoping eventually Shawnee and I can maybe do a little bit more than just once a month, but in come March might not be able to do a whole lot extra. Mm-hmm. March 11th is the due date, by the way. Oh, okay. Congratulations. For anyone that doesn't know that listens to the podcast, I haven't told you. By the way, I'm going to have another kid. Yay. Um, that's how it is. Uh, <laughs> Hoping boy or girl. It would be easier if it was a boy, but I really don't care either way. Easier because we already have all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. But Joe, this past Thursday, goes, I'm speaking, and it's a girl. It's like, oh, well, okay, I guess. I have to <laughs> deal with that. I don't know how to handle that, but I'll deal with it. I'm happy either way. I'm kind of hoping girl, too, to be honest. Because then Shawnee won't feel like she's the only woman in the house. She'll be able to, you know, it'll be easier for her to relate to a girl. We have three female dogs. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same, but it's not the same. (laughs) Okay. Um, My mind was going back to when you're talking about people kind of forcing you to go to church and, like, say prayers and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm against that. I don't think should ever be forced at all it should be the person's choice yeah it's like with my nephew jasper when because we had a deal happen where he rose his hand after john tash asked a question i asked him if he wanted to get baptized and i went through this whole deal with him to make sure he understood what it meant and i kept asking over and over again is it your choice is it your choice that's my biggest deal it's like my mom bad like i got baptized as a kid and then i remember doing it as a teenager to kind of make my mom happy mm. so it didn't really feel like any of that was my choice and the one it was like it was kind of wrong and then as when I was 30, it became my choice. So that's a big thing I, I want to make sure people understand. It needs to be the person's choice. Don't force them. Don't force your kids to get baptized. It needs to be their choice. Because mm-hmm. if it's not your choice, it's meaningless to me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, I know, that, I know that certain, and I hate to use this word, but I'm going to. I know that certain religious religions emphasize that you should baptize children when they're like babies. Which I get. You're mm-hmm. you're trying to ensure that they're going to be godly beings. That's fine, but that's not really their choice, and they don't know any different. So right, yeah, I get that. 
in Catholicism, I think the the reason for that is because they believe that children are born with original sin, mm. yep. and in order for them to go to heaven, they have to be baptized, which is not how that works. But nope. um, because of that, they baptize infants as soon as they can, because right. if, if the child dies before they can do all the stuff that they have to do to become a Catholic, then they are they don't have that sin on them so that they can go to heaven. But I don't right. I don't believe that. I believe that it's age of accountability, mm-hmm. that every person gets a choice, mm-hmm. that um, the age of accountability for each person is different. So it's once you understand and you're able to make the actual choice. So somebody could be in their 20s and not understand and not be able to make that choice. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people think, well, only kids, you know, but some kids... Figure it out way earlier than adults mm, do. Yeah, it's true. I think it's age of accountability because God knows our hearts, and only He can judge that. I don't. I don't think anybody else can can determine whether or not somebody is saved. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's where I think it plays on the free will aspect mm-hmm. as well. How can you have free will if somebody's forced you to do something? Yeah, it's it's, it's not. Yeah. And it's not your own choice if somebody else is forcing forcing you to do it. Yep. I mean, if 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 some if you if somebody says, "Okay, say this prayer with me," and it's the prayer of salvation, it doesn't do anything. If somebody says, "Well, you need to get baptized," and you haven't made that decision, it's nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. baptism isn't what saves anyway. It's it's an outward outward expression of an inward transformation is yep. what but what baptism is. So, any one of those things being forced upon somebody. It doesn't save them. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, sorry, my mind's all ADD. Did you notice all the geese that walked by yeah. too? <laughs> Those that are watching <laughs> so them as funny. well. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, the free will thing. Is like I think that's one of the greatest gifts that was given to us as humanity was free will. And it's like I, I don't think God would like want you forced into worshiping, worshiping Him right away because then it's it's really meaningless. It's like you need to go live that other life and then choose to come back or choose mm-hmm. to go too. Because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, that's that's what the whole the the story of the prodigal son's all about is about making that choice. I mean, at least to me, it is. It's it more than. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of scriptures and a lot of mess or a lot of messages that people use those scriptures for. Um, but I think it's more about that making that choice because once you make that choice you're finally running into the arms of the father who was like hey i've been here this whole time yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so it's like with me i know before i came to it i was big into alcohol i was going to start a motorcycle club do all these bad things and then there's a change that happened and now i don't really drink. I don't smoke. I, I don't do any of these things I used to. I'm not against anyone that smokes or drinks. That's your choice. That's whatever. It's just personally, I can't do it anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like one. I know if I have one beer, I'm going to have another, and then I'm going to have another, and then it's going to be twenty. Mm-hmm. I've got no control over that really when it happens, so I, I stay away from it. But mm-hmm. there's, there's there's changes that happen when you finally let it in. Yeah. Yeah. And not all motorcycle clubs are bad either. <laughs> well, no, like the Christian. Well, yeah. there's a lot of writing groups. There's a difference between clubs and groups. Like I'm part of the Legion Riders here in town, mm-hmm. and I'm the chaplain. But like we're uh, a writing group, and we're the only ones that are really allowed to wear our patches up at Sturges. Hmm. 
because I don't know, we fall under some like thing like, hey, you guys are cool. All of a sudden, clubs are okay with you. Hmm. But you know, we're not a club; we're a group. Okay. And there's a huge difference. Yeah. And most writing groups have to fall underneath a club mm. to even be allowed to exist. Okay. So you can create a group, but then you're going to get pressured to be like under the Hell's Angels or something like right. that. Which not all the Hell's Angels are bad people either. Right. So that's why they call it one percenters. There's one percent of all these clubs that are the actual bad people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Hell's Angels that are doctors, dentists, lawyers, mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I I'm not... Go on. Uh, I... Not for sure who they are or, or anything, but I guess I have some family that are in the Hells Angels, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Couldn't tell you who they were or anything, <laughs> but I know I've heard like my brother and stuff talk about it. Like, yeah, we got some like cousins or whatever that are part of that. It's like, cool. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could ever do the club life. That's, that's not me because the club's above everything. Mm. That's what it is. If the club says do this, you go do that. So it's, it's a re religion, basically. I, yeah, I would call it that. Right yeah. On. Because that's, that's religions. It's like you do this and nothing else. You know, you, mm -hmm. that's just how it is. It's like a, I say that's just how it is a lot. I just realized. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but uh, it's like, yeah, you say this prayer at this time, this prayer at this time, this prayer at this time. Otherwise, you're in deep trouble. So it's like, yeah, I can see the same thing. Clubs are kind of religions mm -hmm. in all reality. Yeah. And a lifestyle. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll have to. I'll have to get Jake transfer transition from saying that's how it is to this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. I love hey, saying that. Hey, they said that in Bible times too. Right? I know, right? Christianity yeah. was known as the way. That's right. Mm. So yeah, this is the way. Yes. Backed <laughs> by God. And the way this is. <laughs> um, that's a pretty good Yoda voice. It is. I do a lot of voices. You haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm getting Ronan to do voices now too. He's starting to do different accents and stuff. My only problem is I can't do a British accent. It always turns Scottish. <laughs> Every time. Mine always goes Australian. Australian, Mike. Always. It's not really that hell to go Australian. It's pretty easy, Mike. I, I start <laughs> English and it just goes south immediately. Like, if I do the British, it's like really hick, redneck British. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Like way hickish. Um, so <laughs> we should have a podcast episode where we just talk in accents. Everybody oh just God. talks in accents and changes it up differently every time. That'd be so much fun. I have no idea what, I what accent I would have to, I would use. I'm terrible with accents and maintaining just accents. Just I could kind of do British, but... <laughs> Um, go all Canadian just after everything is just go A, a yeah. <laughs> or sorry yeah or outside right it's go outside go outside go outside and watch walk yeah we're gonna go get in the boot right a boot we're gonna go out in a boot <laughs> well that letter Kenny they had a whole spiel on how do you say about about yeah <laughs> the Yanks say that we say it funny yeah. a boot a boot a boat <laughs> what he called a, oh, what did he call that missionary guy? GIA. Uh, oh, no. I don't remember. This might be an episode I haven't watched. Maybe. Um, Jared, uh, I can't think of his character's name. Oh, um, are you talking about the extremely right guy? No. Okay. The main character in Letterkenny is oh, at his house, okay. and oh, um, one okay. of the missionaries shows up, oh, and okay. they have a fun name for him. He called him a GI something, and then they talked about how this guy sounded different with his about than they did, so that mm -hmm. starts that whole conversation. Didn't he say, like, a boot? Yeah, a, a boot. boot, yeah. 
I think I know that episode now. I just can't remember what he called him either. Why can't I remember the guy's name? The the main character. The main character, right? Yeah. I don't wear belts because I buy pants that fit. Right. Okay. Um, you talking about Wayne? Yeah, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. <laughs> nice common guy name. That's why we can't remember it. I was like, you said Jared, and I was I was thinking of um, the character for the extreme right guy. That's his name is Jay, I think. Extreme yeah, right extreme Jay. right Jay. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. No, Jared Kiso. That's the the actor. The actor. Yeah. yeah. My mind went Jared Leto. I'm like, that's not no, right. No, that's not right either. <laughs> that's not right at all. <laughs> Didn't he like do the new It movie? Was that him, or who was that? That was Jared Leto. No, Jared Leto. He was Joker. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the guy who did the new uh, Pennywise was. Um, you about the Skarsgård guy? Yeah, Skarsgård. Oh. One of the Skarsgård brothers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you I forgot about that. Which one? Um, oh, I I remember. Yeah. There's two of them. What's that? Is it Bill? Bill Skarsgård? Or is that one of the other ones? It might have been Bill. There's, there's there's two of them. One of them did Pennywise, and the other one was... Um, in True Blood. Yeah, in True Blood. Mm-hmm. He um, plays... Um, oh, gosh. Eric. Eric, yeah. My brother and he's a like, big Viking guy, and that dude is tall and oh, lean. He's, he's, hmm, yeah. He's a big dude, but Eric in the books is a big dude, so... Yeah. Oh, so that fits then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they yeah. casted him well. Yeah, he's really well cast. What's that um, movie? It was books... And then I th- want to say the guy that played Mission Impossible did the movie, and now there's a TV series where it's a big, huge guy that was in the army, goes back, his brother's killed, and then he basically frees this town from uh, oppression from a big family that owns this giant factory. Um, Is that the one that Rock was in? No, it's a different one. It's a guy that's in... Um, oh, why did I just forget the TV show? He's just one of my friend's favorite TV shows. It's like a... A college show with a bunch of sorority guys in it. Then they have this guy go play, and I hate how I can't remember names of stuff. I blame my concussion and getting blown up for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember later when I'm driving home. <laughs> Reacher, Jack Reacher. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that never... guy. Originally in the books, he's supposed to be a giant of a guy, but then the original movie was whatever the guy is from Mission Impossible. Oh yeah. Who's not large yeah. at all? Yeah, it's like, Tom Cruise, isn't it? Tom Cruise. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "How does he not remember Tom Cruise?" <laughs> Some of us are trying to forget him now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the latest Mission Impossible was good, though. I haven't seen it though. I yeah, I couldn't tell you. I don't. I, know. I won't go. You don't like Tom Cruise? I loved Tom Cruise until he started to subscribe to a certain religion, and now I don't want nothing <laughs> oh. to do with him. Yeah, yeah, Scientology. Yeah. yeah. I'll name it. I don't when, care. Uh, yeah, I was going to, too, but <laughs> I was being dramatic. I say once he jumped on that bandwagon, everything changed about his movies. Yeah, and it's all about how much money he can make. Well, oh, that, yeah. that and he, the, the things that I've heard about him, and take it as a grain of salt, because it may be true, it may not be true, but mm. he just sounds like he's so full of himself that he throws like little baby fits and stuff so that doesn't encourage me to go see his movies if sure. if all he wants to do is throw little baby fits about things apparently the new snow white actress is doing the same thing like i keep hearing that she's really mean to people oh yeah and throws mm-hmm. fits about everything and i'm real Weird. yeah i don't understand that one you're in this big role mm-hmm 
Mm-hmm. One, do your job, but and then be nice to people, yeah. to everyone lesser than you. I don't understand that. When I was put in charge of people in the service, I was never mean to them. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of time I treated them as they were my equal. It was just, you know, I had the final say in stuff. Yeah. Some people get, like, just a little bit of power, and they just oh, yeah. go mm-hmm. all off. Yeah. There's a certain E5, which is a sergeant. Sorry, it's a certain sergeant I had that was that way. Mm. Really irked me off. Mm-hmm. He got mad at my mustache one time because it was a little bit out past my lips. And, uh, I, yeah, I had to walk away from him. Right. <laughs> he came up to my chest, so I, I, it wouldn't have been good. Mm. Um, and Tom Cruise, if you feel like coming on the podcast and talking to us about it, we'd love to have you on. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to hear your aspect on religious views and what Scientology is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he's ever going to hear this. And then the next yeah. time we come to podcast, a limo pulls up and he pulls, walks out. I'd be like, oh, well, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most shocking thing ever. Right. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if it was a helicopter, though. You know, you get this whole <laughs> just possible thing. Just helicopter comes in, jumps off. I, I Sweet. <laughs> I, yeah, let's go. Act like John Wayne. How John Wayne used to fly in with helicopters mm-hmm. everywhere. Um. I did. I liked Tom Cruise before that, like Legend, Top Gun. There's some really just great movies that he did back in the day, and he was just. It seems like he was a better person then. It seems now that he's just so full of himself. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After he joined Scientology, I know a lot of people. Yeah, kind of the same way. They're like, don't mm-hmm. really like him anymore. Yeah. yeah. No. I have. I don't think I've watched a movie of his in forever. Years and years, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last movie that we watched with him in it was, I can't think of the name of the movie, but it's the one where the day repeats over and over again. Where uh, it's like a war movie. Live, die, repeat? Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's that. that's not the name of the movie, though. That's the tagline. I wanted to see that because mm-hmm. I saw bits of that on TikTok, and I'm like, okay, this actually looks good. Yeah, it was actually a really good movie, and his acting was good in that one, so... I think I saw a part of that when I was at the Y one day running on the treadmill. The TV was up and had it playing. And so I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was a good movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Last Samurai. That was a good movie. That was a good movie as well, yes. I'll give that. Was he the Last Samurai? Mm-hmm. He was, that was him? Mm-hmm. Why am I imagining somebody different, completely different? Edge of Tomorrow It's the name of that movie. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, Last Samurai is a good one because he's – a cavalry officer and he goes they go to japan and he's supposed to infiltrate and try and figure out where their hidden base is at and he ends up becoming a samurai and fighting for their side it, it's yep. it's huh. really good really good watch isn't there another movie that's not the same but has similar themes and it's got matt damon in it matt damon. i think matt damon. <laughs> i think it's got matt damon in it that might be the movie you're thinking of what is that movie called no no, I know. I know the last samurai one. No, Does he no, grow no, a beard in the last samurai? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I'm imagining right now. I can't remember the I'll normal say, face. I wasn't mm-hmm. talking about. Oh, me. I okay. thought maybe maybe he was talking about that one because I think there's one with Matt Damon in it. Are you thinking of Dances with Wolves with Kevin Costner? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a it's a samurai movie. If I remember correctly. I, I love in the last samurai that that spot where uh, Tom Cruise is in the village with the samurai and uh, he thinks that he's all. American and I'm a cavalry man. I can fight this guy with this katana with my saber, and he just gets tooled and mm-hmm. keeps getting tooled by this guy because he c- 
couldn't hold a candle to him. Oh, okay. Such I a was, better swordsman. I was wrong. It's not a samurai movie. It's it's the Great Wall with Matt. Oh, Newman. okay. It's, it's it's Chinese, not Japanese. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> Two different cultures. Yeah. yeah you you offend the least. Yeah, I, I apologize. <laughs> That's totally totally a different movie. I just. Just, just so nobody gets the wrong idea, my last name was Lee before the Civil War, so that's what I'm referring to. I'm not being mean. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So on to go on to another topic, the Help My Unbelief podcast, they have people on there. It's supposed to be a podcast for those of the unbelief. So that might be something you're interested in, by the, anyway, because they have a lot of atheists on there. They also have, like, people that say they're satanic atheists and all this stuff. It's really... <laughs> It's different. It's way different. Um, there are even people on there that said they were Christian witches, which is something I've never heard of before. Hmm. I've never heard of that either. That's yeah. no, crazy. It was, it was way different. Well, they had a gal on there not too long ago that said since she was 12, she was able to visit heaven. I think I brought this mm-hmm. up to you. It was very intriguing to hear what she was saying, and a lot of the, everything she was saying, what she saw and all this was like biblically accurate. And as a Christian, you're supposed to use discernment for things. So I'm not going to lie, before I continue listening to that episode... I hit pause and I prayed, you know, hey, God, if this is real, let me know that. If it's unreal, let me feel that. And I'll just, you know, not really believe exactly what she's saying. But as I listened to it, it was hitting me that a lot of the stuff she was saying had been real. Like everything she was describing, my headset is being really weird. Everything she was describing just seemed right. So um, in the, I guess a lot of Christians, they go to where they, they focus on specific sins that really irks them off, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she had one she was struggling with because where she lived or how she grew up, um, homosexuality was a huge sin to them. And immediately they're the fire brimstone people that you're going to hell if you're that way. Mm-hmm. Well, so one day she said she was up there in heaven. And okay, one day she was up there in heaven and was asking Jesus about it. And she said he took her to like kind of a place where a bunch of people were gathered. And she, uh, he introduced her to a guy that was in like in a half dress, but then half uh, like regular men's clothes. So like mm. women's clothes, but then men's clothes at the same time. And she was super confused about it. And uh, she went up to him and asked him, you know, I don't get it. How are you here? If you're like this, she's like, well, that was my lifestyle. But because I had the faith the size of a mustard seed, because mm-hmm. I had faith the size of a mustard seed, I was allowed in. I was, I was, I made it to heaven. Of course, he said he didn't live that way anymore because that's not like the way you live in heaven. You know, we're supposed to just worship and stuff in heaven. But he said even though that was his lifestyle on earth, because of his faith, this faith the size of a mustard seed. And I don't know if anybody knows that mustard seed is like, Teen. I can't even see it in the camera. Yeah, yeah, that little big. <laughs> Yeah, they're teeny tiny. Yeah, that much faith got him into heaven. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking about that. Like, that's got to be totally true. I don't think that just because somebody made that sin, it will keep them from getting into heaven. Right. And I could back that up with the story of the man on the cross that died with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because he never got baptized. Mm-hmm. He never did all these religious things. All he said was, remember me today in heaven there he went mm-hmm. went straight to heaven and yep. jesus said you'll be there with me yes yeah so as long as you have that little bit of faith mm-hmm. a little bit of faith is gigantic yeah mm-hmm. i don't know, i 
that was something my wife and I talked about. I'm like, when I was like, I wish I had that 20 minute clip we were talking because I was going off, hmm. but I have a hard time replicating something I already kind of went off on. Mm-hmm. But it's like that story there, it spoke volumes to me. And I think it, people really need to think about that because a sin is a sin, no matter what, there's only one sin greater than all other sins. And that's blaspheming the Holy Spirit. So let's say I go and wear clothing made of two different <laughs> two different uh, textiles or whatever. That is technically a sin in Leviticus. That sin is no greater than the sin of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Right. At least from what I've studied, what I've read. So I go and uh, obsessively drink and obsessively drunk. That is a sin. Mm-hmm. That's no greater than that. If I went around blaspheming against the Holy Spirit, against God, against Jesus, that is greater than all other sin, mm-hmm. because that's one that can't be forgiven. Right. So that that's kind of my aspect on it. That it, it even though it's a sin, it is no greater than any other sin, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're all equal in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's definitely one of the better ways that I've ever heard of anyone like talking about it. Cause you know, obviously people, you know, certain, some people like throw around with, you know, Leviticus of the whole, at least I'm pretty sure it's Leviticus of, yep. uh, you know, man shall not, shall not lie with man as he does with the woman as then they've both committed. Um, Bla- yeah. Where they should both be put to death. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Leviticus and, chapter 18, verse 22. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people, We'll just focus on yeah, like homosexuality and everything, and like just kind of ignore other things. And they're like, being gay is like awful and everything, and like you're going to hell. And but then it's like, well, this also says these things. What about this? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh no, it's fine. Those ones are, you know, we don't care about those ones. It's like, okay. <laughs> yep. right. Like if you go through Leviticus, every sin you're going to be put to death. You're going to be stoned. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. You sin, you die. That's just how it is. So that's like you go through that. Every sin is the same as all other sins. But there was a way we were given to be forgiven a sin. Mm -hmm. That was through Jesus Christ. Right. And and I'm getting all flustered. (laughs) I'm so grateful that that happened because I would not want to have to go through all the Leviticus laws on my entire life. Oh, my Lord. It'd be horrible. Yeah. It was ridiculous, some of the things they had to do. Mm-hmm. But I get it. Different time, it's a different world. Yep. Yeah. There's a scripture, and I don't remember where it's at. I was trying to find it. Um, that basically says um, homosexuality is wrong, but it also lists drunkenness and witchcraft and yep. lying and thievery. Who mm-hmm. hasn't lied? Mm-hmm. Who hasn't stolen something? Yep. I mean, we all sin. Every single one of us does stupid things. We all make bad choices. No bad choice is worse than another bad choice in the eyes of God. I mean, we may put some kind of arbitrary ranking system on sin, but sin is sin is sin is and Mm -hmm. separates you from God. Every single person sins. Yep. And getting saved does not keep you from sinning. Right. Once you're saved, you try to sin less. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you sin, you can be forgiven of it. Right. Right. You have to repent. Right. Which means you're asking for it. And repenting isn't just like asking for forgiveness. It's also kind of like you start changing yourself a little bit. Right. Changing you start changing heart. your ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, say, um, a great thing that I've heard about uh, is, you know, uh, it's something about like, you know, yes, like stoning people to death was like, yeah, a big thing. Um and it said, you know, he who is without sin 
can throw the first stone. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's like he was without saying cast the first stone. I actually mm-hmm. just read that before I came mm-hmm. over into Grand Island. That's a story of where they bring this woman up. She committed adultery. You know, we should stone her to death, kill her. And Jesus just goes over there, starts writing in the sand. A lot of people theorize it was him writing the sins of the priests and all this in the sand. Mm. Because he who is without sin casts the first stone. You know, he who has not committed sin, go ahead and condemn this lady. Right. And they all leave. My, my opinion on that is that Jesus is writing down names. He was writing down he, the he names. He could have been writing names writing, and sins. Writing yeah. the names of the people that that sinned, that right. had the same sin as her. Oh, or yeah. might have had sins with her, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he was writing down, and I think some of those priests were included. Yeah, and they're like, oh, that could have been. Nope. Yeah, that, that's, that, I mean, it's completely conjecture, but that's, right. that's my opinion of what he was writing down, because they don't say what he wrote down. Mm-hmm. No, but I bet it was something along those lines of, like, writing the people's names down and their sins as well, mm-hmm. showing that, hey, you don't, you're not living without sin. Mm-hmm. And it, those without sin, come, go ahead. Right. Go I, ahead. It's found, like, hey, there's no one here. I found the scripture I was thinking of. It's 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Or do you not know that the wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulter- adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. So... That was one of the letters from Paul to Corinth. Yep, it's in First Corinthians. I, I think I, I got to thinking the, this morning too about how some of his letters are like super, like you know, I guess beaten down the people of that area because in one of them, I think it's a Romans, he brings up Sodom and Gomorrah, where they were super horrible about how they were doing things. They were gang raping people. They wanted to rape angels all this horrible stuff. So he would bring that story up to kind of get people to stop doing what they were doing because it was getting bad. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of why went, Paul went real hard on some of his letters. Yeah. I don't know, but like I brought up that whole story. It's just like I, I personally, I don't have my own experience with that. It's just that's how I am. It's like a sin is a sin. I'm not going to condemn them for that. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. That's that's why I asked that question earlier. What's the job of a Christian? It's not my job to condemn and judge people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's my job to show everybody love because mm-hmm. that's Jesus is love. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dalton uh, last season, I'm in love with a man. That was actually one of our most popular, <laughs> one of our most popular clips on TikTok. There, and it's true though. It is true. I feel like wheels are turning in your head. And your... <laughs> I, I forgot. I was going to say something, but I don't remember what it was now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my fault. Welcome to Talks and Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you end up going to listen to some of the episodes, you get really ADD. Yeah. Like straight up all, all over the place. It's very entertaining, <laughs> though. Especially when Dalton and I get Yeah, when it. these two get rolling, it's you're just like, woo, roller coaster. <laughs> right. I, I remember that. So, yeah, because you said, you know, Jesus is love and everything. It's yes. Like, I, that's definitely how I feel like it should be, obviously. Like, you know, people who believe in God and Jesus and everything, like, you know, like Christians or whatever. Like, that is how I definitely think, like, everyone should live. Obviously, not everyone does because a lot of people do, yeah. you know, especially against homosexuality. You know, it always, you know, ends up being especially a big debate on, like, with, you know, the big thing, like, a few years ago of um, a lesbian couple wanting to get a wedding cake and getting yeah. it denied for it because mm-hmm. of their religious beliefs and, um, you know, on whether, like, that actually should happen of, like, you know, religious, your religious beliefs that she should be able to do stuff like that, which, you know, I 
you know, like agree of like, you know, yeah, you have your religious freedom, get to, uh, you know, do like you get to believe whatever you want to believe in and, you know, worship however you want to worship and everything. But for me, like once that comes into like uh, discriminating against people and stuff, that's where I'm kind of like, eh, that's where things yeah. definitely get a bit muddy and everything. Like, yes, it's religious freedom, but that's like you're also discriminating against someone and like stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I know business owners have the right to deny people. That's part of yeah. that's written mm-hmm. in the law. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not going to deny something like that from somebody just because I don't agree with their, how they're living. As long as they're not being a-holes to me because of my beliefs, I'm going to treat them just fine. And so treat others as you want to be treated. Yeah. That's right. how I am. That's my thought process on that. Right. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate just, Got it. just a little it. bit on that. <laughs> Do it. So... One thing that we've talked about a lot, not in this podcast, but in the past, um, is that you have to do the things that you're convicted about. Mm -hmm. So if you have a business and that's something that you're convicted about, that it's wrong for me to do this thing, whether it's make a website or do invitations or something for for a wedding like that. Mm -hmm. If you're getting convicted in that area, I can understand why somebody would deny that. Now, I don't think it should be handled in a mean and hateful way. It should be, mm-hmm. hey, I can't do this for you. I know somebody that can do this for you. Yes. Here's this other company. Here, they make great cakes. Go here. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be handled in a delicate way because, honestly, if the way Jesus loved people was not to say, okay, you're a sinner. I don't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He went in and he ate with tax tax collectors and sinners, yep. which the IRS was like the worst, <laughs> even though they're not technically the IRS. But um, <laughs> because it, the tax collectors in the, back in the day, what they would do is they were charged with collecting a certain amount of money from areas. Mm-hmm. They would collect more than that and mm-hmm. keep it back for themselves. They were being dishonest. So a lot of people didn't like the tax collectors because they did this. Yes. So Jesus would go in and he would sit with tax collectors and sinners and adulterers and he would eat with them and he would you know spend time with them and he would he would love on them but i i understand if somebody has a conviction that i can't do this because i Mm -hmm. can't help you do this thing that i feel is wrong that yes let's let's deny the service but at the same time it should be let me refer you to somebody else that can help you better than i can yes yeah instead of um handled i think sometimes christians tend to um, rather than think with the heart of Jesus and and love with the heart of Jesus, they tend to think, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, and they get all frustrated and flas- flustered and go more towards the law. Yeah. And that's not what we're, we're supposed to do. We're not supposed to carry on the law. We're supposed to love people and show people what Jesus is. We're supposed to be Christ-like. That's what Christians are supposed to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I play devil's advocate a little bit because I know that there are some things, like some people get convicted about scary movies. Some people get convicted, like you get convicted yes. about the drinking specifically. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I can understand from a certain point of view how somebody would do that, but I can also understand how that would hurt somebody else. So if yeah. if you're going to say, hey, I can't do this, because of my religious beliefs, I want to help you go find somebody that can do this mm-hmm. and and do do a referral. You yeah. know, be tactful about it. Yeah, and nice right. and not an a hat over it. Mm-hmm. Gentle, gentle yes. and kind. Be gentle. Yeah, yeah. But I love that. I I've seen this thing where it's like you know, 
there there's kind of a difference between you know I can't do that because it's against my religion and no you can't do that because it's against my religion especially yeah. if that person doesn't like believe the same things you do whatever mm-hmm. it's like there's a difference there and I yeah I absolutely love how you know yeah if denying them service but still being like hey but you know you could go try these people or whatever like I yeah yeah so <laughs> oh, I was just thinking, what time do you got to go to work tonight? Uh, not until five. Okay, it's three o'clock. Just letting you know the time. I'm watching the time soon. <laughs> I know I was told you had to work, so I just want to make sure you're good to go here. Yeah, and I brought uh, my stuff with me and everything, so yeah, I, we're good. <laughs> I was also trying to remember that story. I couldn't remember if those business owners just flat out denied him or what happened. I can't remember at all. I don't know. I I mean, I've I've listened to news broadcasts on both sides of the spe- the political spectrum, <laughs> and the 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 story that I've put together through all of the things that I've heard is that it was basically just a no I can't do that because of my religious beliefs I don't know that it was necessarily harsh Mm -hmm. but you have to realize that when somebody's going into a cake shop to get their wedding cake they're already emotional they're already Mm -hmm. you know at a heightened state of emotions so if if you're not aware if you're not aware of that then you're not necessarily going to be tactful about it in such a way that you're just going to turn people off of of christians and ultimately off of christ right Mm -hmm. so i also wonder how much the media blew that all up right yeah yeah because i hate the media and i hate politics Mm -hmm. so like the whole political spectrum i think uh parties need to get destroyed like get rid of all political parties oh yeah Mm -hmm. is, yeah, that could be a whole other thing and go yeah. off on. We can yeah. pray. Yeah. We can pray. Yeah. It's about I, all we could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much that's screwed up in our politics. I don't even want to go into it right now. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I listen to and read news articles from the left and the right and then centralist positions and listen to the same story, you know, different ways in the way things get blown yeah. out of proportion. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's warranted on one side or the other, but then other times it's like, this is this little tiny thing and everybody's blown it out of proportion mm-hmm. in weird ways. Mm-hmm. So if I remember, I had heard that, yeah, with, with that whole situation that the couple didn't really want to make a huge deal out of it, but they were kind of like pushed to from mm. like their, I don't know, like friends, family, something, I don't know, but yeah. So they were influenced by others. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm working on my son with. Don't let others influence you into doing things you know are not right. Mm-hmm. So that's happened before, and I, it's like gets him in trouble, even though I know he's not the one that like it wasn't his idea, but it's put he's got pushed into doing things that weren't right. Mm-hmm. And we've corrected it, and he understands. It's just trying to get him to not be influenced. Peer peer pressure. Peer there pressure. Yes. Peer pressure. Yeah. That's a that's a heavy burden sometimes. Yeah, slippery yeah. slope. Um, trying to think where else we can go right now. <laughs> Lots of places. Yeah. You want to take us there? Target. Let's go. <laughs> Isn't Don't dirt? have that yet. Not here in town, at least. We were just in Target last night, so nice. it's still in my brain. Isn't the new, nearest one Carney? Carney, yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid, they used to have hot dogs. Mm-hmm. They, big, they were the best hot dogs. <laughs> I swear up and down, they were the best hot dogs. I was, I was told they got Starbucks in there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like you could refill it, uh, unlimited refills, as long as you stay in the store. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I still won't go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Starbucks fan? Oh, no. 
I've been to Starbucks twice since they changed their beans from the old style, I don't know what it's called, I'd have to call one of my bean friends and talk to him about it, to what they do now, and I, I bought two mochas about this size, I'm going to use your cup for example, okay. took a sip and sat it down and never finished it. Really? Yeah. Just that I, bad? It's bad. Yeah. Compared to so many other places. Like Scooters is decent. I'll go to Scooters. Yeah. But Brit, I will, yeah, I will not go to Starbucks. See, when I do Starbucks, I get like their like fanciest sound and stuff. And I'll, I'll ask the people, I'm like, what would you add to it? What would you, what would you do to it to make it better? Then I'll let them just do whatever they want to it. And usually it turns mm. out good. Hmm. Like I got this thing in Colorado when we were out there in the mountains a couple weeks ago. Where it was like some kind of caramel crunch something or another. And it was like layered in the bottom with whipped cream and like crunch stuff and caramel sauce and coffee. Sounds and then really they layered good. it again. Oh, it was awesome. But I had two of them in one day, so I was like super hyper and drove all the way home from the other side of Denver in one night. Yeah. <laughs> just no problem, just do, 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 driving all the way. Target. I ain't been in there since I was a kid. Mm. The last time I was in there was when they were doing hot dogs, and that had to have been when I was before I was a teen. Gosh, mm. I don't. I. It was an easy ten years ago. I remember yeah. when Target used to have hot dogs. They used to also have like Pizza Huts inside some of them. Mm -hmm. huh. What? Yeah, in mm -hmm. Kansas City, some of them had Pizza Huts. I don't know if they still do. It was like a little Pizza Hut Express, like some of the truck stops and stuff yeah. have. So they'd have like the hot and ready little um, personal pan pizzas and breadsticks and stuff like that. They had, huh. every, they had nice. everything down on the borderlands. <laughs> I miss when Walmart had McDonald's. Mm. That was yes. always my highlight. Oh. McDonald's as a kid, Mom, can we go to McDonald's? Get chicken nuggets. <laughs> Walk past the little lobster tank thing with all the lobsters crawling around in it. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've always kind of felt bad for the lobsters. Honestly. Don't they don't. Mm. Yeah. I mean they all get eaten. <laughs> yeah. Still, you know, they don't know this little thing. Yeah, yeah, true. True. <laughs> you know, interesting thing about lobsters, did you know originally those were used to feed prisoners because they thought were thought as like the lowest food? Hmm. Uh-huh. I heard that. Yeah. Originally, they, were, they were eating like kings. Yeah, uh, that's what we think now. But back then, that was bug meat. You know, that was the lowest of the low. And now, then it was a marketing thing that got onto where everybody thought that was high class eating. That's funny. Mm. It's kind of the same thing with diamonds. It's a marketing thing. Sorry, diamonds aren't as rare as people think they are. Right. It's a giant warehouse in Europe that has most of the world's diamond supply. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would have been fun to have been a prisoner back then, just for that reason. Oh gosh. <laughs> We go back in time, put on a put on a bib. <laughs> time for supper. <laughs> Got to break a law so I can eat lobster. Let's go. <laughs> Not for the living condition. <laughs> no, oh no. Uh, so many but, other things that are bad. Yeah. But for the lobster, it might be worth it. <laughs> Just saying. Right. So bad. You might end up with lice and you know, bed. You know, bed at bugs. Least, at least and, you're eating well. You know, they'll be itchy all over, but you know. Uh, You'll be having some tasty food, I guess. All right. Mm. Well, are we about towards the end right now? What time are we at? We're at 15.07, so 3.07. We've got an hour and 35 minutes into this. You're the one who gets of course, I'll cut out about four minutes from a certain spot that we were discussing some things. You're the one that gets mm. to edit it, so. <laughs> well, this is like super easy editing now that I got this switcher, to be honest with you. Okay. By the way, thanks to the Help My Own Belief guys for telling me about switchers. And what they use because I asked them like, how are you guys doing your cameras? Because I'm like, man, this is horrible having multiple cameras up, trying to splice everything, mm. add it together. Mm. It's just horrible editing time. It'd take me six, seven hours to edit one hour of podcast. Mm. Yuck. 
So yeah, found that out from them. It's really not that hard to edit. It's nice. You have anything on your mind, Mr. Chris? Mm, no. <laughs> Lies. You always have something. That's on your true. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anything popped up in your head, Miss Ashley? The question-wise, anything? Not really. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd say if you ever want to be back on here, you're always welcome. Thank you. Uh, I had a great time personally. Um, the whole atheist side of things, I understand that. I had a problem with it for a while and didn't really believe for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. You hang out with us more, you might start switching the other way, <laughs> especially since we're not going to be judging you for anything like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts from you two? Yeah, we love Ashley. <laughs> we do love Ashley. That's kind of why I trusted you guys. You said, you told me, Mr. Chris, that uh, you wanted to bring Ashley on, and I'm like, okay, I trust you on it. <laughs> I've got a friend that's an atheist that I'd like to get on here, but I don't. I, he'd do it, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah, I got a friend from work that I want to bring on here because he's kind of he's got issues like why would God let this happen and not this happen kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd love to have him on too. Cause it's like, I, I feel like those are totally valid questions mm-hmm. for somebody. It's like, they say, I don't believe in God because of this. Okay. I want to hear it. Right. You know? Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. yeah. I get that. I, for sure. Sometimes. Yeah. I kind of think that way too, where it's like, you know, yeah, there's some things where, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you kind of think like, well, if, you know, if, if there is a God, it's like, then why, does all this bad stuff happen? Like, why is there, you know, uh, like I, I have a cousin and his wife who had their first baby had, was growing, uh, just not correctly and ended up losing the baby. And they're like the best people in the world. I love them so much. And, you know, it's such a sad thing. Now they have two healthy boys and, you know, where it's like stuff like that. Where it's like, well, why does that happen and everything? And, yeah. Like I I lost um we had two miscarriages. So I kind of understand that part there. I for mm-hmm. like there's a whole year and a half I was in kind of a depression. I didn't really let anyone else see it, but I know my wife could see it. But I was in a big depression from it, so I kind of understand that one. Mm-hmm. I just got to the point where it's like I'm just, personally I'm just going to give it to God. We're going to have a kid, you know, a nice healthy kid whenever he deems it. Mm-hmm. Deems it the right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's like part of what I wonder, um, the whole DNA thing. It's like God put us here and all this. Um, where do I want to go with this? It's not always in control. Like he, do, he doesn't always control everything. I think it's like a lot of things fall into the free will aspect. Mm-hmm. Like our genetics do a certain thing, but then it's like, okay, well, this kid isn't going to be, there's something wrong. They're not going to live a good, happy, healthy life or they're not something. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but mm-hmm. there's a reason. I just mm-hmm. got to believe there's a reason. Otherwise, I'm going to go insane with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many factors that I think tie into free will of why certain things happen in your life. For this, for this instance, if you have a miscarriage, it could be because one of you drank or did drugs back yep. during a certain time, and that set up the DNA marker for the failure of the birth at that time there could have been you know there's so many different variables i could see why it would affect you know things you yeah. eat just so many different variables that i think i could see why it sets up that way but it, it all ties into free will honestly well mm-hmm. and part of it is that we're in a fallen world yeah and 
the the devil interferes with things and mm. causes things to happen but through every bad thing that is allowed to happen god uses it to build things in us mm -hmm. and it's not always fun a lot of times it's not fun sometimes it's really 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 hard to see past the darkness and all of the bad things that are going on and then the internal thoughts that you have where you get into the cycle of you know depression and yeah. and and a downward spiral spiral basically um but i do honestly believe that god works all things together for good um like it says in jeremiah 29 11 i love that verse that's my favorite verse in the bible um because i've seen it in my own life i mean there have been things that i've gone through as a kid that have been really really hard to go through but then those things that i went through prepared me for other things later when i was an adult mm -hmm. so there there are reasons things happen there are reasons why god allows things to happen i don't think god does bad things to us the there's a scripture that says if you ask god for bread he's not going to give you a stone and i think that god gives us good things the good things do come from god but he doesn't micromanage everything right because part of it is the free will thing that you're talking about mm -hmm. but part of it part of it is because if you don't have the bad times you don't learn to depend on god right. if you right. all you have are good times then you 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 are self-sufficient you're self-reliant yeah hmm. for anyone that wants to know what jeremiah 29 11 is i pulled it up real quick on my laptop here it's for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope I, yeah, because I've heard that one from like yeah. 2911, but I couldn't remember what it was, so I had to look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, um, 2911, yeah. You, you got me, I got to thinking about something, like I was listening to you about ADDing at the same time. I want to go back to the LGBTQ deal. Mm. What would the devil want Christians to act like towards the LGBTQ community? The devil would want us to act against them because exactly. we're denying them the path that they've been given by God. Yes. Right. And that's They'd, the worst thing that we can do. Yeah. He'd want us as Christians to be total A-hats. I keep yes. saying A-hats. I, I <laughs> my flesh is wanting to come out here on this one. He, he'd want us to be mean and unruly and unjust. And the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Yes. He wants us to ostracize mm -hmm. people that disagree with us, people that are in sin i mean he wants us to do that to each other too mm, when oh yeah. you it's the uh you want to take the speck out of your brother's eye but take the, the plank the out of, yeah, yeah take this take the plank out of take the two by four out of your own eye first you yeah. know mm -hmm. so i mean every single one of us does dumb stuff we oh, all, yeah. we all mm -hmm. screw up we all sin we all fall all of sin and fall short of the glory of god i think that's romans eight twenty eight. Do you want me to fact check it? Yeah, go, go for it. I think, it's I think it's Romans 8.28. That's fake news. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, th I think it, that's, you know, what what the devil, the devil wants us to do is just ostracize people and chase them away. Right. And mm -hmm. Wants us to be violent and wants us to be mean when, I mean, and he, he wants us to do that when we get flustered because of the person that cuts us off in traffic. Hey, look. <laughs> I have that sin. <laughs> mm. Well, and yeah. this boils back to what we talked about last 
last episode about what do humans do to things that we don't understand or fear? Mm-hmm. We automatically yeah. try and destroy it. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're all subject to that. So mm-hmm. yes. yeah. Satan's like, oh, look, here's my end. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It's a semi. Oh, okay. Semi break. In case you can't hear, it, there's yeah, it's semi breaking outside. Yeah, there's a there's a major roadway just to my right, your left. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like the, the devil would want us to be that way right. towards the LGBT community, and I'm not going to be that way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do like Jesus did and love, be nice, mm-hmm. respectful. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, he had. Mur- I said it again. Every time when I say that's just how it is, we need to like. <laughs> this is the way to do something. I need to get a jar <laughs> and put money in it yes. every time. We need to get a bell so we can ring the bell every time. Dude, we do it. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he had thieves, murderers, tax collectors. Mm-hmm. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He loved everybody. Yeah. That's how I want to live my life. Yeah. Mm. I mean, love thy neighbor is yeah, yep. the yep. big thing. Yep. You're supposed to love your neighbor, not just love your neighbor, you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself. As yourself, So yeah. you're supposed to treat your neighbor the way you want to be treated, love them the way that you want to be loved. So if you want to be loved and accepted, you're supposed to love and accept your neighbor. Mm-hmm. But um, people don't do that. And a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't love themselves, and that's the reason they can't love other people. Right. Sure. So, yeah. And luckily, the you know with LGBTQ plus community, like especially more the you know lesbian, gay, bi community, like it has gotten a lot better over the years of acceptance and everything. And now the big thing is like trans people are you know having to struggle so hard, and so many people are now a lot of things that used to be said about like gay people, lesbian people are now being said against trans people, and it's you know just weird kind of seeing like. It coming back around now on trans people. It's like we've been through all this before with gay and lesbian people, and now we've come on the other side of it, and now it's yeah, yeah. trans people having mm-hmm. to go through it. And it's like me. I I've struggled with how I was raised, you know, backwoods, back country, and I've struggled with that. But it's like I I got I, I fell in love with Jesus, and it's changing my whole line of thinking on things and realizing the way I was thinking is not even biblically accurate mm. anymore. Like you get into the New Testament, the New Covenant, it's not even accurate. You, I'm not. Backward. If I if I did what I grew up with, I would be judging, hardcore and hating on them. But I, that's not how I am. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not what I learned. That's not what fell on my soul and in my heart. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a, like I was convicted of how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm against it now. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what happens with a lot of people. Is yeah, getting raised to believe one way, and then just trying you know to then you know they grow up, don't believe that anymore, so then they're just having to, yeah, try and mm-hmm. work against that and everything, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we're supposed to be a country of multiple mixed cultures, mixed beliefs and everything, mm-hmm. and we're getting away from that where we're trying to push people to believe other things. It's like, you don't believe this? Well, then bye, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm hoping that changes because mm-hmm. I don't want to see this country go under. We all need to learn to respect each other's differences, beliefs, and love each other. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people say, you know, America is a, a Christian country, but it's like we're not, we don't have like one, you know, religion for like the whole country or anything. Cause it's, yeah, we, you know, one of the reasons we broke away from Britain was for religious freedom yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you could worship how you want and, you know, what you want and everything. And it, yeah, some people <laughs> definitely are kind of forgetting that. And they're like, no, yeah. we need to teach, you know, God in school and like, Bible and stuff is like, well, I mean, I'm 
not against that, but also I think we should then, you know, not just one, it should be, you know, kind of learn about all the religions and learn about everything and not just one. You know, if you want them, you know, if you want your child to learn about the Bible and stuff in school, then send them to like a Christian school or Lutheran, you know, right. whatever school. Yeah. That public school should just teach knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let it be at that. Yeah, right. it should it should veer away from all of the religious aspects. Yep. Now, one thing that I've heard as an argument um, is some people say, well, even if um, we're not going to teach any of the religious stuff, we should still have the Ten Commandments posted. Which I've got, I've got, mm. I kind of agree with it, but I kind of don't agree with it because it, the Ten Commandments is specifically Judeo-Christian, yeah. Christian. But it is what most of our laws are founded on: not stealing, it treating people with respect, honoring your father and your mother. Um, you could post it without kill. the first commandment, and it would technically be okay for anybody. Yeah, the the there are two commandments. Um, one of them's uh, no other gods before me. That's and, the first one. And then the second one is no idols, which are basically oh, yeah. the, they're basically the same thing. I think mm-hmm. in Judaism, they're one, it's one commandment, but maybe that's Catholic. I always thought it was remember. the same commandment. It's two separate commandments. I believe it's two separate. It's as well. two separate commandments. But um, well, I think. But a lot of our a lot of our laws are are focused on most of those things. Yeah. So I think a lot of those things are good to have in schools because people don't respect each other. Mm-hmm. T- kids don't respect the teachers. The teachers don't respect the kids. Mm-hmm. We've lost the the ability to respect each other. The rest of the commandments in that aspect are more of a moral code than well, yeah. they are anything else. And yeah, yeah it'd be mm-hmm. great to have posted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, that's stuff that used to be taught in school mm-hmm. that's no longer taught in school and those things i think are very important because it's you know it's what our country was founded on and what a lot of our laws were founded on yep. so quick trivia here what was the one commandment jesus never repeated oh it was oh i know this It was honor the Sabbath. Is that the one yes. that he didn't repeat? Yeah, he didn't talk about the whole Sabbath yeah. deal. Because yeah. if he like wholeheartedly believed in that, he would never have healed on the Sabbath. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would never have worked mm-hmm. on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I was like, man, I know this. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> I had to go through them in my head. Yeah, I had to throw it out there. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So, like, like I said, some some people say, well, even if you're not a Christian, this would be a good thing to be posted in schools. And like I said, some of them, I think we really should actually focus on just teaching mm-hmm. people to be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, because what's school for? School is to teach kids how to learn yeah. and teach kids how to function in the world. And if we're not teaching kids how to function in the world by how to be nice to each other and all of that stuff, then what are we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember my senior year in high school, I used to always get so mad in my English class because my kids were the, my, you know, other kids in my class uh, were always just so rude to the teacher and everything. And she was an awesome teacher. I love her. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, would struggle with kids just, being dumb kids and stuff and like almost every class I just want to yell at them and be like knock it off like mm-hmm. some of us are trying to learn here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah 
It's like one thing I think schools are definitely failing on. They're not teaching home ex anymore. They don't teach financial literacy, which I think it took me up until the age of 30 to realize that I had a problem with that. I didn't know finances at all. They need to teach more home ex stuff, financial literacy, and basic mechanics of vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really think schools need to get back on that. We need to, schools need to step out of the religious things and out of the political thing and just teach knowledge and life skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a political range they need to not be involved with. Yeah, yep. that's one of yeah, mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems right now. For sure. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good things to live by here on the Ten Commandments. Well, you know, like you shouldn't murder somebody. You know, yeah, right. Sure. Don't go do adultery. You know, cheat on you. Know, your significant other don't steal yeah yeah honor their mother and thy father mm-hmm. there's more to that that one though so i was talking about where the father father the father the father the, the, the wow <laughs> the mother and father shouldn't anger their children to the point of right. like that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. that's something that's left out a lot i think shawnee brings that up a lot she's like don't forget this part it's like yeah that's true because you you i don't know you're not supposed to terrorize your kids, basically. Right. <laughs> and don't um. What what? There's a word I'm looking for here. Is where you uh. Oh man, I know there's something called breadcrumbing, where you like um, you'll treat them real, treat a person real badly, and then give them a little good things, and they uh, start like uh, craving that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's something along the similar lines that um. Wow, it's where. Kind of narcissists do it a lot. Um, I'll remember how to drive home again. Sorry. <laughs> There's a word for it, though, because I know a lot of people that are this way where they're they're kind of... Um, the word was just said to me yesterday at work. Describe what it's like. To where gaslighting. Gaslighting. That's what gaslighting. I was thinking, too. Yeah. Sorry, gaslighting. So, like, I know a lot of parents gaslight their kids, too, and that, that I think that falls in there. You shouldn't gaslight your kids. You shouldn't breadcrumb them, any of that, right. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we are at almost two hours. I think we should probably start wrapping up. (laughs) You will be part of the longest podcast episode we've ever had. No, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm really excited you were on. I'm hoping you'll be on again. If you want to come on, sure, whatever. If you guys want to bring her back on, bring her back on. We need to add her her on the Discord, which is going to be easy because she's on our Discord, so... Mm-hmm. Do you have to add people, or can they just jump in? Uh, if you have an invite link that is always available, like one that never expires, then you can post that link, and people anybody can join. Oh, I didn't know that. But if, we'll look into it. But if you haven't created an invite link, or if you just create the normal one, it automatically expires after either a certain number of uses or um, after a certain amount of time. So... Okay. And cool. Ashley, I assume that you want us to add you to the Discord, to the Talks and Crocs Discord. Sure, yeah, I'm down. Okay, for perfect. Sure. Yes. This is fun. There's a lot of private channels, but I think we'll open that up once we start getting other people in. There's like just like administrative channel things mainly right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just find it way easier to talk to multiple people at once using Discord. I never mm-hmm. used it before until you two added us for the uh, monthly game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love Discord. Yeah. It's nice because it's cross-platform, and you don't have to have a phone. You can use it on a tablet. You can use it on a computer. It's it's so nice because then you don't have to deal with the Android iOS stuff yeah. or anything else, and you can mute channels and and 
there's so much you can do with the notifications so that you can't do with other apps. Mm -hmm. On the topic of Discord, maybe yes. maybe one of those uh, board game nights that we have will bring Alice's Alice's Missing. Oh, yeah. And yes. it's a it's a really cool game where you uh, you're a bunch of kids that come back to a town and one of your friends is missing Alice. And you're supposed to find her, but you use devices to do all the narration. You don't literally talk to each other except yeah. for where you have to. There's a card that's flipped, and it basically tells you how the narration is going to start. And everybody's got a role, and it's usually set up on Discord. Mm -hmm. And so you just have conversations between everybody on cell phones oh. or tablets. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah, it's really neat. They have a they have a layout for the Discord, a template that you can use to create your own Discord server to do it on. Oh, that's interesting. It's, it's, yeah. called a, it's called a silent role-playing game. Mm -hmm. and Huh. Yeah, it, you have cards, and it's kind of like Clue because you're trying to figure out where she's at, what her location is. Um, there's an item that's related to her being dis her disappearing, and there's a person, and there's a countdown timer. So you have literally, it's like 90 minutes, yeah. I think. It, so it takes like 90 minutes to play it. But nobody nice. talks during it at all. You just sit and play on your devices. I warn Sounds you, really cool. <laughs> right now my ADHD is going to go nuts with that. <laughs> <laughs> It's so much fun. We've only played it once. We played it once on a Monday. On a Monday group, yeah. Yeah. I mean, our sessions last like three to four or five hours mm -hmm. sometimes, so I'm, I'd be f down with playing that. Mm -hmm. And it's weird coming from the traditional role-playing game aspect to that because you're literally sitting there for mm -hmm. like 90 minutes on your phone, jumping through different conversations and trying to piece together what's going on, but you're not talking to each other at all, except for like, you know. Just through the text messages, yeah. yeah. Or like, mm. you know, natural things that you have to discuss, food well, and such. Yeah, you're not, the way that the game's supposed to be run is you're not supposed to talk at all. Right. You're not supposed to, um, uh, you're supposed to set like rules ahead of time, things that you don't want to go into, like you don't want to go into torture, you know, yeah, anything yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So you set rules ahead of time so that everybody knows where the the soft lines are and the hard lines yeah. are. Um, and uh, then you have, I think there's a, a card with an X on it that you can hold up to, so you can pause the timer if you need to stop anything. But uh, for the most part, you're just supposed to quiet, sit there quietly and just, message each other and at when certain points hit on the timer that's everybody has a bunch of cards so you'll have the card with the time on it so when huh. it hits that certain time on the timer then you flip that card over and then do what it says you get more information and yeah you either it tells you to like draw an item card or draw a location card and then you use that to role play to say oh i saw alice with so and so on this night but you have to kind of keep track of what you're hearing about Alice um, so that in your private conversations and in the big group chat so that you know where the story has gone. And then mm. at the end, there are different endings. We actually, mm. we kickstarted that game and it, we've played it once and we actually kickstarted the um, expansion. There's an expansion that has more, more cards. It's really so. neat. Now I want to bring great. up, sorry, did you want to say something? I just, I just, yeah, it sounds very fun. And I, I love Clue. So mm. that's definitely huh. right up my alley. Yeah. I wanted to bring up, there's going to be some people that are Christian listening to this. They're going to hate what we're talking about right there. Because they're going to be like, oh, that's that's D&D. &D, that's the devil. You know, mm -hmm. a foosball for the devil. But um, I don't, I'm a, I, I disagree with that because it's, it's not an idol. It's not like we're actually performing, casting spells and stuff. It's all in a game and if you play any game with violence or anything like that i could say that straight back at you but it's not you actually doing it right yeah now if you go out and you actually try to live that stuff that's a different story right yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what role-playing games really are is cooperative storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's you're working together with everybody else to create a story together, yep. which there's nothing wrong with that. Now, uh, if if you have a problem, maybe it could become an obsession, and then it could become an idol. It could become a god, you know. Yep. But anything can be that. Yep. So that would be one of those... If you're convicted about it, don't do it. Yeah, kind of falls on a last week's episode. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, where we talked about whole, you know, watching scary movies. Is that going to let the evil in or whatever? It's like, well, if if it bothers you, if you think it's going to cause problems, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're really uh, Christian and truly believe in that, you just say in Jesus' name, whatever evil or whatever, be gone. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how it is. Because in Jesus' name, all demons and stuff will flee. And you'll ask for protection. But, you know, I don't think any of it is really... I, I want to say the tabletop games are any issue, Mm-mm. personally. No. There's an amazing Christian role-playing game that's out there. It's been out there since 86, technically. And I've got two copies of it. It's, it's fantastic. Well, let's do it sometime. Well, <laughs> I want to run it for the Monday group sometime, but I don't want to try and think that I'm lassoing people into certain things. Not that, not that I'm... You know, I'm just telling you ahead of time. Mm. I love all the stories that come out of the Monday group that I hear. Oh, They're man. always fascinating. <laughs> yeah, the stories. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Dalton about uh, piercing sometime. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it one where he was, like, fascinated with the pirate's piercing yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. He brought that up last season on one of the podcasts, yeah, I, thought so. I think. Yeah. And it was hilarious. We laughed so hard about that. that. great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, the oh. stories. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun group. <laughs> we have one of the one of the. Sorry, I'm going to plug our Monday group here for a little bit. One of our <laughs> upcoming game sessions. One of the guys who never GMs is going to jam, and he's going to run a superhero game. Oh. And he's like, he's he's asking us because he's going to do it eventually. It's not mm-hmm. next Monday, and uh, he's asking us. And there was three of us that were like, "Ooh, invisibility and fight. That's the powers we want." And I'm like, "Man, I don't want to get locked into the same powers as everybody unless we're like the group of, you know, flying invisible people, you know." Because <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, flight invisibility. I love those two powers together." And then somebody else said it. I'm like, "Man," but then I was like, "We could be twins. That'd be cool." And then somebody else said it. I'm like, "Ah, oh, we're on this train now. Come on." As long as you don't become like the the TV show Invincible. <laughs> mm. Right. As long as you don't have a character like that, good luck if you do. <laughs> That's all I got to say on that one. <laughs> yeah, next Monday I'm hoping to finish up our Parks and Recs game. Yes. And it's Parks and Recs, like T-Rex. Like T-Rex. Oh. It's not what you think it yeah, is. Yeah, Parks and Recs. <laughs> oh. um, well, okay, it is kind of like what you think it is, but not really. <laughs> so it was a one-shot that I ran when Chris was doing VBS, um, when he was doing the Super Kids Camp. And uh, it... The the one shot is the your dinosaurs. You're on an island. There's a storm coming. You have to get off the island. So we went through that, and they managed to escape the island through all kinds of crazy <laughs> crazy shenanigans. Uh-huh. Um, so then they're like, we we'd like to play this again. So when we had an opportunity, I'm like, okay, we'll finish it out. So they made it to San Francisco, and I added some. I made some random tables and I roll had them roll for the random tables to see what was going to be in San Francisco, how the people were going to respond to them and stuff. And they actually, one of them was a zombie apocalypse. So that's what one of them was going to be. But actually the one that they rolled was that the AI took over. Oh. So mm-hmm. there are a bunch of robots and stuff and they um, have explored and they've done all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. things. And 
since Chris wasn't there for the original session, when he, I brought him in, he actually <laughs> is a robot dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wasn't that like one of the old uh, cartoons with the dinosaurs? Where they're like uh, supposed to be, somehow they're all animated, could talk, and then they could revert back to being dinosaurs. And then wasn't there like a version where they were mechanical as well? Come on, somebody has to remember this movie. Maybe. Where they were in a parade at one point. These kids, like, the, somehow they came to New York City and, oh, come on. I don't know. Maybe. It yeah, sounds sure. vaguely familiar, but I couldn't. I remember this movie, and I, I used to watch it all the time as a kid. So I'm like, oh, how cool it would be to have a pet, like a dinosaur T-Rex friend, you know, whatever. <laughs> for, but, the, um, for the record, our Parks and Recs, the dinosaurs are genetically altered so that they're intelligent. Mm -hmm. They're not oh. just straight-up dinosaur brains. They're smart. Yeah, they're smart. smarter. Mm. Yeah. It'd be kind of scary, to be honest with you. Yeah. A smart dino would be able to get through puzzles. Velociraptors. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, can open doors. Yeah. Here I come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Be a totally different Jurassic Park too if they could open doors. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah, they they were figured out like key codes and stuff to unlock the gates. Yeah. To let the rest of us out. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. I'm and, a T-Rex. And each one. <laughs> and each group has their own accent. Oh, the T-Rexes are Valley Girls. <laughs> It was so funny. My, my like, yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. That's how I always like to start. Like, oh my god, or like, like totally. Like <laughs> That's that. epic. It, yeah, it started because we almost all of us have one other, at least one other dinosaur with us. That's the same, and so my other T Rex um, is uh, our friend Katie, and she started doing the Valley Girl accent. And then when it came for me, she's like, no, you don't have to. And I was like, we're all doing it. I was like, I'm going in. <laughs> and it, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I think for our, our monthly group, we have to get a little... Well, a lot of us are... As few as still newer, so we're trying to get into it. Cause the, the guy you guys brought in, I can't remember his name. John. John. I love how he actually brought the character in when he talks. He does that. So it's like, I think we're going to... He'll help us get there. Mm-hmm. We're newer, newer people. All right. So <laughs> enough with tabletop games. You're kind of the the guest. I'd like to give you kind of the the final thought of things, if you if if that makes sense. <laughs> the final word. The final thought. It's the final countdown. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. I don't know. I this has been fun. It's been, you know, obviously with me not being like religious or Christian or anything like that. Like this has been a very, very fun experience and getting, you know, your guys' thoughts and stuff on some of these things. It's yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yay. If you want to get more on what, how we think of stuff, come to Sunday at 10 AM <laughs> to our <laughs> church. And we'll, although most time what you're always up in the booth, uh -huh. I'm ushering this Sunday. You're pro are you one are you helping with kids this I Sunday? I think he's on uh, sound. Slides or yeah, sound, okay. but yeah, yeah, I can be. So you'd be by yourself if you were, <laughs> if you came, but <laughs> any a different Sunday you'd probably have us there, but mm. yeah. I think I know some people who uh possibly go here, so. Hmm. My wife's nice. She won't bite you, I promise. <laughs> No, I definitely invite you to come in here because it's I, I like I tell everybody it's different from any church I've ever been to, and I think that's what kind of kept me coming here because mm -hmm. I have a three strike you're out rule, and like I I came at one of the weird times when it was a different preacher talking, and he was like doing the whole you know fall down in the name of Jesus stuff, and then I was just kind of mm -hmm. like hmm. I still don't know if I I really 
believe in that that part of it. Like I feel like maybe some people can be overcome by the over spirit enough, but the Holy Spirit, over the over spirit, overcome by the Holy Spirit enough that they you know what fall down. But I I don't believe in the Holy. Like I'm gonna touch everybody, and because of me, you're falling. I I, mm-hmm. I I'm on the big fence on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. personally, I have experienced being slain in the spirit, and it's crazy. See, I'm not saying it can't happen, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people where I say I did this to you. And it's yeah, like, yeah, no, no that's, that's that's that's, bad. that's false mm-hmm. teaching. Yeah. But yeah. But I've I've been sl- slain in the spirit and it's it's wild. Mm-hmm. I've 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 had it happen a couple of times and it's it's just wild. It it's really hard to explain if you haven't experienced it. Yep. But like I've had a burning bush moment that one blows me away still. But mm-hmm. I haven't had that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I call it burning bush moment like when all of a sudden boom you have this giant revelation and like God or Jesus is right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Kind of I'm guessing you've heard the burning bush story. It's probably one of our most more famous ones that everybody always refers to in the Bible. It's where there's literally a burning bush with Moses, and God was talking through it to Moses. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I think so, so it's yeah. like, so I refer to it as a burning bush moment. I honestly, I pray a lot that my brother is going to have that because he he has a lot of like psychological issues, and he's in prison right now, not jail, actual prison. He got convicted. Mm-hmm. He's got other charges coming up. So, <sighs> yeah. I can't, I can't even contact him. I found out that oh. they have to have your address, according to the Nebraska State Pens website. They have to have your address mm-hmm. and uh, your information in order for you to contact them, which I think is stupid. How's that going to yeah. help any prisoner out? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I digress on that one. Mm-hmm. No, I uh, At my friend's youth group uh, that I used to go with one, I remember there was one time it, uh, uh, my parents are divorced, and you know I really struggled with that, mm-hmm. and there was... At one point, I don't remember what they were talking about, but they had people, you know, all gathered around. There were some people going around and like, you know, you like if you were struggling or doing whatever, like you could raise your hand and people would come around and like kind of put their hand on you or whatever. And I think basically just like kind of pray for you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was honestly just a very sweet, and very touching moment with yeah. you know, that. So, you know, that is biblical there, the mm-hmm. whole laying of hands thing. That's a biblical yeah. thing. Um and you, you mentioned the miracles earlier, and I, I want to uh, add one in there that I, I've seen like happen right in front of me. It was my wife's grandpa, so my grandpa-in-law, or I'm going to say my grandpa, whatever. Mm-hmm. He had a stroke recently to where he couldn't talk. It was bad. Then all mm-hmm. like we, I know my wife and I kept praying, Holly's group, we were praying for him, and then all of a sudden right in front of us, he started speaking sentences. Blew everybody away because he couldn't even say a word. And then speaking sentences, and now he's driving, he's doing everything mm. again like it didn't happen. Wow. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So it's, I want to call that a burning bush moment. That's definitely like witnessing a miracle mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. most part. But Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, I think if somebody that's not a believer, not going to like just totally corner you here, <laughs> but I think a relationship needs to be developed. And it need to be a willingness to allow God and Jesus in. And you can't just, like, be careful what you, like, wish for or pray for when you talk about, like, you know, Mm -hmm. God, this is your final chance. Something big may happen. Mm -hmm. And it might not happen right then. It might happen a month from now, two years from now. Because remember, in the Bible it says a day on earth is a... A day in heaven is a thousand years on earth. Mm -hmm. So our timeline is different from his. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A day is as a thousand years. Yes. Yeah. So is it, I, I think a relationship needs brought up, and I don't think... Uh, Paul, he talks about church is for the believers. Mm-hmm. The building church, that is for already for the believers. Mm-hmm. 
But also, I think maybe a person needs to get involved with the community a little bit, get to know what the actual the church is. Because mm-hmm. I think if you go to this, go to a church and all the people in there are bad or treating you wrong or whatnot, you you might start getting the misconception that's everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was getting that misconception until I gave this place a try. Yeah. Mm. It's a really easy church hurt is a real thing. Yeah. Yes. And it happens a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, it's I've experienced it more than once mm-hmm. and I, you know, I've watched people experience it and I don't I don't want to do that to somebody. No. I mean, I you know, I don't know if if you are the person that um, causes somebody to miss being in a relationship with God. That's a scary place to be. Right. I don't want to yeah. do that. Mm. Not just because of fearing God, but I don't want to do that to somebody. I mean, we've just covered like three things we could do for topics <laughs> in that last like ten minutes. It's true. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to it, I invite you here. <laughs> Circling back. Circling back around the ADHD moment. <laughs> Because, by the way, that's from my mind. My mind always trails off to something else. It gets bad when I'm in conversation with people at work because they'll just start looking at me confused or they just get quiet and wait for me to come back to it. <laughs> it happens all the time. It's been, I've been there two and a half years now. They're just now starting to get used to me. And I've stopped saying, don't judge me to just just accept it. Just accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I invite you here. And uh, I know we love you. That's just... The way it is, it's how I'm going to be. <laughs> I hope I, I came across as a nice person. I know I'm usually scary to people that don't know me because this big brow bone going on here, <laughs> caveman, Neanderthal thing going. But sadly, Ronan's going to inherit it, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So? Yeah, no, I've, been, I've enjoyed it. I've had fun. Thank you for awesome. having me. Awesome sauce. Yay. You two have anything <laughs> for the end here? Any final thoughts? I always enjoy having conversations with Ashley. I mean, yes. We we have lots of long conversations 100%. after gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're at two hours and almost 14 minutes right now. So You could technically make this two podcasts. You could ha- make it a two-parter if you wanted to. <laughs> you probably have enough content. I don't mind listening to long podcasts, honestly. Yeah. I love long podcasts. I do yeah. too, but not everybody does. <laughs> Get used to it, people. <laughs> I struggle just listening to podcasts. If I can, if it has like video with it, then I can do hmm. yep. the visual, like input and stuff. It, yeah, helps me. I, think, I, I th- think that's why I recorded video wise as well. Because mm-hmm. not only do I put it on Podbean and then it goes to like Apple and Spotify and stuff, but there's also the YouTube aspect. Because I know a lot of people that would rather put on the YouTube mm-hmm. and watch it and listen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm in my kitchen, I'll have something going if I'm cooking or whatever. So I can listen to it when I'm busy, but then I watch it when I'm not. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's part of the big reason I did the YouTube as well. Because I know personally that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people like like the video i mm. i don't care either way i listen to a lot of podcasts they're usually on videos i usually download the video and then i listen to it when i'm driving or when i'm working or when i'm doing stuff in the kitchen <laughs> so i'm a crazy multitasker i'm always good for that yeah except for when i message on discord and you're really sleepy <laughs> yeah. i think i'm talking about the black market not back market yeah i was like <laughs> wait what <laughs> that's a whole nother story yeah you got any final thoughts here chris um, get ready for the next episode. <laughs> we have no idea what it's going to be about, but it will happen. We'll yeah. discuss. Um, I guess my final thoughts are 
stop trying to judge people, stop hating on people, love each other, and if they're not believers, don't hate them, love them. That's what we're supposed to be. There's a song out there that I, I, I love, and it repeats over and over again. They will know we are Christians by our love, mm-hmm. by our love. And I think mm-hmm. people need to take that wholeheartedly. Yep. So with that, I love you guys. I'm glad we had this awesome conversation. And Mr. Chris, you want to lead us out with prayers? Sure. You're doing so good at it. I mean, I'll, I'll do one eventually, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm good with this it. might be your thing now. I'm good with it. Let's right. go. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this precious time that we had and continue to bless us and love on us like you love to in your whole name, uh, blessed name. Amen. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Don't forget to hop on our Facebook. I'll try to get that Discord link and put that on Facebook. Once you show me how to do that, my (laughs) non-intelligent self for that. Um, We're also on the TikTok, YouTube. I've got Instagram. We're everywhere. And we will... See y'all later. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.